Welcome to Couch Crouches. This is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. So, had a week off. Yeah. Uh, Gonzo and I were next to dead. You remember back when that used to just fade into us laughing because we'd start recording in the middle of a conversation? <laughs> I mean, it still Instead does Instead of like being professional and, I mean, no, and so, being quiet. But who's to say what professional and not, not professional is? We could be in the middle We're of that. We're consummate professionals. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Hire us, NPR. Yes, really. Um, We're up to four ratings on iTunes. Oh, wow. Four. <laughs> wow. Three if you don't count the one I <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Um, None so, of them are mine. So yeah, we uh, we we did take the uh, we did take last week off. What did you wind up posting anyway? I don't. Um, I ended up posting. So I posted it last mm. night. We record on Monday. Um, I posted it last night because I totally forgot about it. So I ended up posting it last night, going, "Oh, it's 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 still early." I posted the uh, movies we're looking forward to in 2017 episode we did. That's an old one. Yeah. yeah. So, and I don't, it's one that I'm Were pretty we sh- corrected our predictions. I, did, did we like good ones? I'm I don't not gonna, remember. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't listen to it. I have no idea what was on it. And I was kind somewhere. of I was kind of rolling the dice with that too going, mm-hmm. god, I hope we didn't say anything too offensive because we were drinking. Mm-hmm. We were. Yeah, so not that anybody listens to this fucking podcast. I'm pretty podcast sure anyway. it was the first mention of King Kong getting my dick hard. In of the podcast was in that episode, if I remember the recording correctly. That sounds like a you problem. Yeah, I mean it's not really a a problem problem, though. (coughs) It depends on where you live, I guess. (laughs) Some states bestiality is still legal. Well, he doesn't want to have sex with that monkey. He just just... want to jerk off to him. He just yeah, (laughs) (laughs) a big old monkey. (laughs) Fucking hell. So, um. So uh, last time we were here, we had a guest, and we want to thank Jacqueline for coming on. Uh, people seem to enjoy it, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll definitely have her on again. Yeah, she uh, definitely she uh, she mentioned to me that she had a good time, so she's looking forward to coming back whenever we invite. She her. and I were actually talking about possibly like doing a monthly thing. Okay, um, you know that's called your period, Jim. <laughs> well, no, it it would be hers, not mine. Oh, we have to make sure we get. <laughs> We need to sync up with Jacqueline's cycle. <laughs> that is recorded forever. Love you, Jacqueline. <laughs> I, you see, you see why I, I picked the target of that statement. You were fine. You were fine. Ah, oh, what ah. the hell is that? There we go. <laughs> Consummate professionals, as I said. That was a good buzz. That was a good buzz. Uh, I don't think we should start over because of that shit. <laughs> I don't. All right. <laughs> so yeah, no. Again, thanks, thanks for everyone for being patient. Um, I hope the uh, the archive uh, episode was fun. Um, we had a pretty decently put together episode today. Um, took us about fifteen minutes to put it together, <laughs> but you know, pretty good. Um, let's go ahead first and talk about the news. I have a couple of news items. Joe's a couple I of news a couple items. Yet. I have none. I have one more coming. <laughs> there we go. Um, all right. So Joe, why don't you go? Okay. I'll talk about first I'll talk about the article that doesn't make me angry. Okay. Um so in a recent interview uh both Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland who are Doctor Strange and Spider-Man respectively. Oh, this is going to be a very Marvel heavy news segment. They um they both expressed interest in doing a crossover movie with each other yeah. during Phase 4. Yeah. Um and they actually, it was pretty funny. So Benedict Cumberbatch described the movie as, quote, 
even if it's, you know, doing a coffee run for one another, or just hanging out, or we'll go play ball in the park, or it's everyday stuff, start picking up our laundry, I would really like it to be expanded into something fantastic. And then Holland goes up, goes on to say, I came up with the idea the other day that will never happen. Peter Parker is at school, has a mad, mad headache, rings up someone and says, I just really need your help. It's really important. And then a voice says, okay. And he goes over to your house and you're dressed up as Dr. Strange and you're ready to do business. And I'm like, I have a headache. Do you know what this is? <laughs> <laughs> so they're just, the two of them together are having a really good time. Bandersnatch Cuddly Bunch just wants to hang out with Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. And Tom Holland <laughs> wants to hang out with... Brankenden Crimberden. <laughs> okay. Um, is your other item Marvel related too? Um, not directly, but somewhat. All right, because like both of mine are Marvel mm-hmm. related. Um, both of these are to- okay. Fine, Gonzo. God damn it! Why don't we talk about DC, the superior comics? You can leave right now. <laughs> Oh, man, did you see the new Deadpool trailer where he goes, oh, oh so dark. Are we in the DC universe now? <laughs> so fucking good. Um, I didn't say their movies were better. I said their comics were. I disagree with you 100%. I disagree with you 100%. One comic line does not save an entire line. Of, you know, forget it. Anyway, um, so mine is non, is my first one's non-news, but mm-hmm. it makes me happy. Um, Kevin Feige has effectively said that, so basically he says he has a stack Mm-hmm. of character cards like it's you know figuratively speaking that they're going through to try to come up with you know who's going to be in the next phases and something like that and he says that moon knight is definitely in that deck of Ooh. cards i don't know what that is so moon knight this is what moon knight looks like wicked cool okay oh, uh, okay i may have seen, seen so art. moon knight moon knight um has uh superhuman powers given to him from like an Egyptian god. Yeah. And he, but the cool thing about him, the funny thing about like him, the sad at the thing museum. about him. <laughs> sort of like <laughs> Night at the Museum. Um, he, um, he has multiple personality disorder. Like Night at the Museum. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, and he, like, you know, at one moment, you know, at one moment he's just like a normal guy, a cool guy, no problem at all. Uh, the next minute he's this guy. Whoa, what is that? What is that? What is it? Oh, no, not the beast! Not the ah! Okay, that was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, um, that was not. Uh, <laughs> no, but he said there are better ones. Yeah, no. His um, his uh, when asked about Moon Knight, his quote was, uh, you know, they said, "Hey, is you know, is there, you know, is there a chance for Moon Knight?" He says, "Yes." Does that mean five years from now, ten years from now, fifteen years from now? There are stacks of character cards that we have in our development offices, which we look at. We will pull for him, which we dis- which we pull for him. Which we discussed. So, you know, he's out there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that would be kind of cool. I fucking love Moon Knight. I personally think that Moon Knight would be really interesting in a Netflix series. Yeah, I agree. Um, however, arguments have been made saying, you know, well, first of all, if you do a Netflix series, it might be a little too similar to Daredevil. I don't think that's true no. if you no. write the, 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 mm-hmm. the write it correctly. Yeah. Um, but they're like, oh, well, you know, the special effects, though, you know, his powers, you need special effects and stuff like that. It's like, no, you, you really don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. I'm excited about that. You got another piece of news? Yes, This I is do. the angering so news? This is, this is the piece of, so this piece of news is about my least favorite director and, in my opinion, the most overrated director of all time. Mr. Michael Bay? Mr. James Cameron. Oh, yes. Uh, James Cameron. Yeah, this pissed me off, too. I'm looking uh, at it right now. 
stated that he is he believes and is hoping for Avengers fatigue. Um, let's see, where is the the quote he had? It was, um, I'm hoping we'll start getting Avenger fatigue here pretty soon. Not that I don't love the movies. It's just, come on, guys. There are other stories to tell besides hyper-gonadal Gonadal males without families doing death-defying things for two hours and wrecking cities in the process. It's like, oi. Hey, James Cameron, um, how did you make your money, dude? What sort of movies were you making? What is Avatar? What is the Terminator? What, yeah. <laughs> what is? I mean, you you ended the world. It's I mean, fucking. He, I, I don't destroy cities. I destroy entire planets. It's the same fucking thing, yeah. James. Well, James Cameron has come off as super sour grapes and super fucking like. Mm-hmm. He's getting kind of like weird. Like you know, he's like, oh, I have seven. I have uh, seven Avatar movies planned. Ha- ha- have you started pre production on any of them? Mm-hmm. No. No. Was was the first Avatar movie good? No, not in particular. No, it it made some leaps and bounds for the technological side of movies. Did it though? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it made but, it. You know what? It it was still very kitschy for but 3D though. People like, have done it way better. Yeah. So both before and after, Mr. Cameron. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm just, I just fucking hate James Cameron. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan either. What do you think? Are you having any opinions on James Cameron? Nope. Oh, you're gonna be a lot of fun today, aren't you? <laughs> I'll... Okay, um, we've been over this before. <laughs> I am neither a Marvel nor movie kind of nerd. There. It's funny you should mention that. We'll segue yeah. into what kind of mer- n- um, nerd you are in a moment. Um, my last story is also Marvel related, and then we'll talk about the obvious. I liked mm-hmm. Avatar. Yeah. <sighs> it's fine. Fern Gully was a better movie. Yeah, but I liked Space, The Final Frontier. There was like a mech suit in there at one point. <gasps> there. It's not that there's nothing redeeming about the film. It's just that it's not... It was pretty. eh, Yeah, it was pretty. I watch movies because they're pretty. Well, speaking of pretty movies, um, so they've pretty much effectively verified that um, the Fox Marvel superheroes Mm -hmm. will not be in the MCU. Okay. And that those characters, the ones that that they're transferring over from Mm -hmm. Fox, won't be in Phase 4. Okay. Which... Makes sense considering when the deal is going down, when the deal mm-hmm. finishes itself with Fox. Yeah. I mean, it could still be another 10 months. Mm-hmm. Um, that could also be a huge line of bullshit. Yeah. Um, Which they've they've been known to throw they, shit they, like that They around. do like to misdirect, and mm-hmm. hey, p- power to them. But um, I think there's an awful lot to do mm-hmm. with what you have before yeah. you have to start throwing X-Men and Fantastic Four mm-hmm. in it. Although, again... We all know what, you know, Fantastic Four, yeah. that's what I feel like needs to happen next. Space so, Rays. Space sure. Rays did it. Sure. And okay. they were, and there was a meteor or something. No, there wasn't even a meteor, no. No? Nope. Okay. They stole a rocket ship and flew through a cosmic storm and, 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 and cosmic yeah, rays changed why, them. Why did they do that? It depends on which version of their creation you, you talk about. No, I'm about. talking about the bad movies. Oh, the bad movies. No, in the bad no, movies, no, no, they bad... didn't steal a spaceship. No, the, the doctor from Nip Tuck gave them a spaceship. Yes, yeah. he gave them a space station. Yeah. That they did. That's right, yeah. The doctor from <laughs> Nip Tuck. And then, and then Ben really gets screwed out on the powers there. Yeah. It's because he was all the way outside and everybody else was inside, so they no! had a little shielding. Yeah. 
But so yeah. yeah. Remember in the fifties when the invisible woman was just useless? Well, no, but I remember in the sixties when she was created that she was useless. <laughs> Shut up. In the fifties she was useless. I don't know Marvel. In the fifties she didn't exist. I don't know Marvel. <laughs> Batman. Can we talk about Batman? Would you like to talk about Batman? No, there's what's Batman? going on with Batman these days. Batman? What is going on with like Batman? About him. Four different Batman slash Joker slash whatever the fuck movies. Harley Quinn movie just got a director. It's the first Asian female to direct a superhero movie. That's a thing that's in the news. I had not heard about that. Um, yeah. And um This is why I don't do the news. They're segment. talking about the um um Birds of Prey. I was going to say Gotham City Sirens, yeah. but like the Birds of Prey movie. Is it the Birds of Prey movie or the, or the Gotham City Sirens that's, that's going to have Harley Quinn in it now? I think Birds of Prey, because yeah. I think they're slowly working off Gotham City Sirens, but I don't know if they are. I know uh, Batgirl movie is still struggling to find a director after Joss dropped, but they got people that are offering to do it. It's, uh, I don't know, the the... the the DC movie universe is kind of in a tizzy at the moment. Well, it's in a it, it's in a I, I mean, it's in a rough place. Mm-hmm. How was Justice League? I never saw it. It's fine. I mean, it was okay. I mean, I intended to see it, but I just never saw it. So it wasn't good. It's, it it's wasn't so, good, Superman but it comes back, right? Yeah, it wasn't good, but it wasn't nearly as bad as it could have no. been. I remember you and I watched that film. We were, we were in the theater, mm-hmm. and, the th- and the movie ended. The movie ended, and, and Joe looks at me and goes, that was, I mean, that was all right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, there, I mean, there was a lot wrong in that movie, but you know what, that movie was, was fine. fine. It was all right. So I'm not that, I wasn't that. It was, a, it was an average superhero romp. It's better than shit. However... Yeah. It was no Tommy Wiseau. You're lying. I never hit you. That you got to tear me apart, Lisa. That, 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 was, too, that was loud. <laughs> I did not <laughs> enjoy. Yes, you did. That was loud. So, <laughs> sorry, guys. Well, you all saw The Disaster Artist without me. I never saw The we Disaster Artist. We never saw The Disaster Artist. I thought, I thought you did. No, we saw no, The Room. We went to go see the, the Room in the theater. Yeah, no, I knew about that. We didn't end up going to see the We never saw The Disaster Artist. Oh. I still haven't seen it. No, yeah, I haven't either. Me neither. I meant to. Then we should make a point to do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's on DVD and Blu-ray now, so I'm sure it's on digital. Yeah, but can we get Tommy Wiseau underpants? Actually, this one you can't get. If you, if you get The Room, it comes with the ads for it, but unfortunately the... Uh, uh, the disaster artist is released by a large studio, so but I don't. Can we still get Tommy Wiseau? Underpants you can go anyway? right now. Yeah, you can yeah, go, you on, can, you t- can go on theroommovie.com or whatever his website is and buy Tommy Wiseau underwear. I've thought about it. Do I want? That? It's very expensive. Do I want that in it's my expensive life? Expensive underwear. How much is it? So, guys, literally, if you go to www.tommywiseau.com um, and you just pull up, you know, he's got under. It says, you know, he's yeah. got a section underwear. Um, Oh man, he's got like long ass leggings in there. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, dude. And, and yes, that's that's. However, I will say the room Blu-ray with one free boxer designed by Tommy Wiseau, usually forty nine ninety nine, on sale nineteen ninety nine. That's actually not a bad yeah. deal. I don't know the classic Tommy Wiseau boxer there that I'm also looking at is only ten bucks. It's a boxer huh. brief. It just is. T- it's red. It's got Tommy Wiseau. Oh uh, no, sir. It. No, sir. That is on sale six ninety nine. Wow, well, Tommy. I read the six upside Tommy, down. I did. have to stop by your store, dude. The Tommy Wiseau classic brief five ninety nine. Some ball huggers there. 
Maybe maybe we. Need <laughs> When's this? that new Greg Sestero movie coming out with him and Tommy? Um, supposedly it's already been released because yeah, I, a friend of mine was on Facebook uh, and went to a, a release thing from oh. it, and said it was okay. And then, uh, but but Greg Sestero was there mm-hmm. and he got pictures with him and cool. stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Dude, he's got like long johns. There's Tommy Wiseau long johns. Oh hi, Mark. Twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine on sale, guys. www.tommywiseau.com. You're lying. I never hit you. You gotta tear me apart, Lisa. Is that better, Gonzo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that level was much nicer. All right. So on to the meat of the show. Let's do the meat. Um, so I'm gonna give it to <clears throat> Joe because Joe had a really good idea for a show. So I was thinking about it. Last week I sort of came up with the concept, but since we didn't have an episode, I was able to sort of form firm up in my mind what I wanted to accomplish with it. Um, I had the idea that there are things that the three of us all sort of connect on, and we've done episodes on it, you know, like our we're all sci-fi nerds, we're all comic book nerds, we all we always go to movie premieres together. We're things all the like theater. That. Right. I um, love that Ice Pirates. So <laughs> But I thought there are also a lot of things that we are nerdy about that we don't necessarily share between the three of us. And I thought doing an episode where we focus on one of those things not only allows us to sort of talk about those ideas, but it also sort of opens us up to having the audience get to know the things that we as individuals are into. And then that might allow them to send us more focused things or even... Tell us getting to know yeah. you, or getting even to know all about. They you. could send in things that they're individually nerdy about that we could do research on and sort of give them episodes that they want to hear. So, um, I figure this is this is an episode we we call it something like "My Flavor of Nerd" or something like that. I think we'll, that's yeah. actually going to end up being the title. That's what I want to entitle um, the uh, episode. So yeah, you want me to you want me to go first? I think uh, I don't know. Yes. Yes. So. Um, one thing that I'm sure the people that listen regularly know is I'm a I'm a big fan of the Dooku, the Dark Universe Cinematic Universe. Um, <laughs> Not the Count. You mean, you mean the the Dark Universal Cinematic Universe? Is that what that is, or what does it what does it stand for? It's the it's the Dark Universe Cinematic Universe. I don't like. No, it. that's not what it is. <laughs> it's the Dooku. Well, it's just wait. Is it the Dark so, Universal? No. So the Universal calls it Dark Universe. I call it Dark Universe Cinematic Universe. So I can call it the Dooku. So you're the dumb one. <laughs> oh, you're a moron. So at okay. the when you watched the Mummy movie, if anyone besides me watched the Mummy movie, are I you did sure not. you didn't get that from like Reddit? I mean, it was in a YouTube video I watched once. I'm looking at but, it right now. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. There's um. But it's it's the dark universe, cinematic universe, the Dooku, and what that the is. Dark universe. I don't <laughs> like that. ATM machine. Hidden number. <laughs> it's. But so, um, but I also am just a big fan of like the the classic monsters. So I figure what this episode is is we talk about how we got into it and why we're into it and things like that. All um, right, Joe, stop prefacing it. Talk so, about it. Um, I love. First off, I love rules. And those classic monsters come with so many rules, like vampires. You got different rules for every kind of vampire there is. You know, you got vampires that don't like silver because they're descendants of um, 
werewolves. Or... No, it's uh, what's his name that betrayed Jesus? Judas. Judas. Judas, Judas Iscariot. Yeah. Wow, you're a horrible Catholic. I am a horrible Catholic in this moment. Ooh, ooh, sorry, sorry, Pope. Um, <laughs> sorry, Pope. <laughs> I don't think the Pope listens to this. Oh, you never know. Um, she doesn't. You got some werewolves that are fine with garlic. Some werewolves, or not werewolves, vampires that are fine with garlic. Some werewolves, some, ah, were, vampires that don't like garlic. You got vampires that can't be in front of crosses. You got vampires that don't give a shit about crosses. You got vampires that care about crosses only if the person believes in the cross. There are so many rules about monsters, and I just fucking love rules. I love things, and I think it stems from... No wonder you like Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> I like think about that for a minute. Like that's that's how he got. That's why he got so into Vampire the uh, Masquerade so quickly. He's like, oh, they could th- th- this, but not this, but mm-hmm. this, but not that, but this. But and it's, I think it stems from when I was a kid. I was scared of fucking everything. So you know, ghosts, werewolves, vampires, mum, like everything. I was like, they're all real and they're all trying to kill me. What about so, the Loch Ness monster? Loch Ness, Nessie is real, and she is seen when she wants to be seen, okay? Yeah, but is she coming to get you? No, she's she's in the lock. <laughs> Were you afraid of the bees, Jay? Uh, I was stung by a lot of bees as a kid. <laughs> so I was I was a little afraid of bees. Um, I'm going to turn the bees off now, Gonzo. I'm going to yeah. literally just close it. There I we don't go. think we're so, finding a segue for Nick Cage. As I, <laughs> as I got older, I started to do more research into these things. When I was a kid, I did it because I was like, if these if vampires are coming after me, I want to know how I'm going to stop a vampire. If werewolves are coming after me, I want to know how I'm going to stop a werewolf. And then as I got older, I was just like, oh, this shit's just really fucking cool. I want to fucking learn more about this. And then like, when I was in middle school, it was like when zombies were coming back in a big way. After like the initial Romero craze, there was a lull, and then they came back in a big way because of like well, the Resident Evil games. The, the initial Romero craze was like in the sixties, yeah. seventies, dude. Yeah, and then they petered out, and Ish. then they came back. I'll tell you how and to like, stop a vampire or a werewolf. Most of these monsters, yeah, yeah, cut off the head, burn the body, scatter the ashes at a crossroads. It's like surefire to kill whatever you need. It works on normal wrong. humans too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. there's whatever you need dead, that'll do it. It seems like the cure-all. Yeah, and so um, then I, I, like, got into shows like, you know, Buffy, and I got into Supernatural, and mm-hmm. I got it just, like... Sure. So I really just, like, got entrenched in... Are you aware of the fact that there is, and I, I, I own it, a television show based on Vampire the Masquerade? I'm not aware of that. It's called Kindred the Embraced. Hmm. And it only had a. I don't f- like it. It only had one season. And okay. It was horrible, but it was awesome. Yeah. And we need to watch it at some point. All right. It it it's dreadful. Mm. Right. It's so bad. It's good. I, I don't like that. That but doesn't sound fun yeah. to me. It's definitely my my. Well, then you favorite, definitely need to watch it. My favorite, I think. Are, Maybe I'll love it. Maybe it'll be yeah, my you never know. Pirates. I think my favorite of the classic monsters is the werewolf, because there's the most discrepancy between types of werewolves, where you got the ones that. Only turn when it's a full moon. You have the ones that can turn at any point. You have ones that there's like South African ones that are like the werewolves are like the seventh son in a family of only sons. I have like to get you have Joe acquainted with werewolf the apocalypse now. God damn it! <laughs> but there's and I had a friend who knew this about me, and he came up with this concept of there's like 
a flower that like blooms and pollinates only at the full moon and he was like what if that has something to do with and he like came up with his own personal concept for what like people bring this shit to me because they know i'm into it and i'm just like i fucking just want to know everything there is to know about these fucking things so if, if i if there are people out there listening that are just like hey you like monsters here's some fucking monster shit i always thought your thing was giant monkeys i do love giant monkeys but there's not a lot to it other than i like watching a giant monkey smash some shit have i gotta you, go see rampage have you seen rampage yet? i haven't no. seen it yet that's got giant monkey it's, it's, got, got, giant monkey. it's got big monsters it's got big monsters and it's got the rock yeah and i forget his name that's the comedian from uh watchman and negan you know that actor that's really good at that acting. That we that we said in the last episode. That yeah, but I forgot his name. his name already. Yeah, but I love him. He's great. I wish I knew his name. Yeah, I, I do know his name. God damn it! I see it. Christopher Walken. No, no, that's a different oh, guy. Son of a bitch! I just that's Jeffrey guy. Dean Morgan. God yes. damn it, Jeffrey Dean. Morgan. I like him. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's, he's he, good. He's Bruce Wayne's dad in the yeah. Last Batman, and he gets yeah. shot and dies too. And yeah. He's like, oh, you didn't hear about Joe Thirty Foot Wolf? <laughs> I like him. <laughs> All right, so I, he seems fun. But this, that's that's yeah. my flavor. That's I, cool. I like. I just I got super into it at a sort of younger age because of fear, and it just sort of stuck with me because I learned that shit's fucking awesome. Uh, I I tell you, well, no, I, yeah, words. How do you feel about the underworld movies? There, it's got vampires and it's, werewolves. I've watched all of them. Spoiler alert. I don't like them. They're not very good. No. Yeah, but you know, the, the like the first, and this is total male pig shit, the mm-hmm. first like 15, 20 seconds of that movie are just Kate Beckinsale's PVC clad ass in the rain. I also rain. did like <sighs> the, uh, the Bullets the Werewolves design that had like the, ultraviolet, the, the ultraviolet rays, rays inside yeah. of them to like... And then the and vampires then that's 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 that yeah. How does that work? That's not how that... Why would that work that way? I don't know, but it's fucking cool. No, it makes no sense. <laughs> You're wrong. When I was in middle school, it was cool. So, what's your favorite werewolf media iteration? Because, hmm. hmm. by the way, I have a thing for vampires, too. Yeah. Oh, dude, my freshman year in, in, mm. in college, I wrote a 30-page freshman comp paper yeah. on vampires. Got an A on it, too. That's pretty good. I think design-wise, the movie is terrible, but yeah. design-wise, my favorite werewolves to like look at are the ones from Van Helsing. <laughs> it's a fucking terrible a movie, movie, but they're just like... They're just the Hulk if he was a dog. Really hot Kate Beckinsale, though. Yeah, it's a, bad it's a horrible true. fucking movie. Um... But werewolves in ah, there's, they've done some cool stuff. I did um, like Frankenstein's monster in that movie though? That was cool design yeah. work that they did. Frankenstein's monster is also and a then super he cool pl- then he played then he played the monster in um Young Frankenstein the the Broadway musical. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Huh. So I was gonna say no. That was I forget uh, Raymond's dad and everybody oh, loves Raymond. Yeah, that was also forty years ago. Peter, Peter Boyle, Peter Boyle Peter played Boyle. that. Yeah. Um, they did some cool I stuff got there with eventually. werewolves in um. Supernatural in the yeah. first few seasons that Have I really you, liked. I'm going to be an old man for a minute here. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the original An American Werewolf in London? Um, About Teen Wolf. Years ago. I watched it with my mom. That's a great movie. Teen Wolf. Dude, Teen Wolf's garbage. Teen Wolf. Okay. So what about your favorite vampire? It's your favorite vampire iteration. My favorite vampire. I'm about to meet my favorite vampire, Mr. Luke Evans. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Next week. He did week. play Count Orlock. 
He played Count Dracula. He played Count Dracula. It was not Count Orlock. That movie is Count Orlock is clearly the superior vampire. When it comes to vampire lore, Dracula Untold is a fucking dope movie. And they got Dracula three thousand, but not the good (laughs) one. (laughs) I saw Dracula two thousand. No, there's like Dracula three. There's a really bad one that has a similar name. It might actually be Dracula two thousand or something with Gerard Butler. I don't think it's with Gerard Butler because I saw Gerard Butler played. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jim? Where they found a cross, and their whole thing was, what's this metal plus sign? Because religion didn't exist anymore. Mm. But Dracula is apparently also on this spaceship that's been floating derelict. But it is not the good one. There were two, two Dracula in space movies. One is okay. Dracula 3000. I was correct then. No, no. Well, Dracula 3000 was the one that came out in 2004. Is that the bad one? I mean, neither. I mean, one yeah. of them. No, but one is good. definitely better. I mean, Dracula 3000 has like fucking Casper Van Dien from fucking um, uh, Starship Troopers. Was that the cover? That might be the cover, yeah. I mean, it's got 15% on fucking Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's. Well, what's the other one? There's another future Dracula one, right? I don't remember. I remember I watched Dracula 2000 because it had Nathan Fillion in it. Is that okay, Dracula Google? 2000? Yeah. Okay. Google? And it had Gerard Butler as Count Dracula. But that movie is fucking shit on a platter. Yeah, but it's... it's I, yes, I'm Dracula 2000. Th- you're thinking of Dracula 3000. Okay, yeah. He's yeah. thinking of Dracula Movies 2000. with Dracula... I'm telling you, dude, it's Dracula 3000. Space. Movie is fucking well, I just, just want a list dope. of movies with Dracula in space. There's yeah, also... Dracula 3000, uh, that is definitely... Da- yep. Yeah, that's definitely the one I was talking yep. about. When it comes to Dracula movies... I really Dracula told me. Oh yeah, Coolio was in it. Yes, he was. Yeah, there's the Bram Stoker's Dracula with Keanu Reeves that I tried to watch, and I made it through it. Hey man, that movie is only worth watching Mm -hmm. for Tom Waits playing Mm -hmm. Renfield. He's Mm -hmm. incredible. I like Gary Oldman too. Yeah, yeah, Um, Tom Waits. My favorite, my favorite vampire movie is The Lost Boys. Oh, that's a good one too. And Interview with the Vampires. Interview with the Vampires. I fucking love. It's pretty good. But The Lost Boys. That's that's first of all that movie is. So 80s. Um, and people forget, like, Joel Schumacher used to make pretty good movies. Yeah. And, like, that's a Joel Schumacher movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good movie, man. Yeah. Hell, I gotta watch that again. Great soundtrack, too. Mm-hmm. All right, so, Gonzo, are we doing your geek next or my geek next? It's a real bad movie. Will you put that away, please? <laughs> Dracula 3000. I saw it on the Sci-Fi Channel. It was horrible. So, Gonzo, you, you've heard... Joe's format. What do you? Uh, what, what? What's? What? What? What's your jam, sir? Uh, many, many jams. Pick one, I suppose. Yeah. Um. I mean, we we kind of got into the Joker cosplay thing when Jacqueline Jack is it Jacqueline or yeah, Jacqueline? It's Jacqueline. 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 We got into it while Jacqueline was here. <laughs> She's not gonna like me anymore, is she? I think she'll love that name. <laughs> Next time I see her, hey, Jaqueline. <laughs> uh, I think she'll chuckle. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah. that's what I'm going for. Go I, for I it. like a good chuckle, except now we spoiled it because she'll listen to this and she knows it's coming. Yes. Damn it. I didn't think that through. Gonzo, what are you into? Uh, <laughs> that is a loaded question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that. Sorry for that loud laugh in the mic, but I wasn't expecting that. Hey, sometimes I'm clever on purpose. <laughs> so yeah, we kind of got into the Joker cosplay thing when she was here, mm. and uh, tangentially also ties into the shit I do at Ren Fair too. Okay, you know? mm-hmm. it's just you know while some people go to conventions and, and dress up 
as just just to dress up and to look look like the thing. My shit is the characterization. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. uh, yeah, it helps that I'm. Even the year I was not working. Sorry, the fair, guys. It's I have a cold. Even the year I wasn't working at the fair, I still showed up and my garb was better than everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> That's just because I give a fuck mm-hmm. for some reason. But anyway, um, so I guess yeah, Joker's a pretty good, pretty good example of the how and why that I do that in cosplay. So when did that start? Um, like what what what, what drove did, you what, what drove you to start it? Well, I did a little bit of cosplay. When I was in high school and stuff, you know, I started going to Kineticon, and I just started out, oh, it's horrible. Thank God no picture exists of it. Because I started with just, like, so there's the gothic aristocrat and gothic Lolita looks that were going around for a while. Sure. And I kind of liked the uh, gothic aristocrat thing. And it does not look good on me, and I did it horribly, but where, where, where are you going? I'm Are not you finding pictures? No. None of them exist of me. Yeah, you can try. You just said none of them exist. So. Um, yeah, so after that, I kind of just got into steampunk because mm-hmm. okay. that was much easier and looked better and I liked it more. But so I wouldn't really call that cosplay as much. Were you, know? you in character while you would do those? Like even Sometimes. Were, sometimes. Yeah. Depends on uh, what I was doing for... Well, uh, yeah, no, actually, the, mm-hmm. a lot of the steampunk stuff did come with characters because okay. a lot of it had masks. Mm-hmm. I had sort of a Doctor Steel toy soldier that I would do. It was just full face mask and goggles and covered every inch of like visible skin. Mm-hmm. Turns out people really get unsettled by that. Sure, like when they can't see your eyes mm-hmm. or any skin, mm-hmm. and you're just a human shaped thing behind those goggles with a mask over your mouth and nose. They don't like it, mm-hmm. and that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's what directly led to the Plague Doctor, and the Plague Doctor was the most characterization I did in in one of these bullshit OC character, right. OC character, original character character, like Dark yeah. Universe, Cinematic Universe. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the most characterization because it was – she was before Assassin's Creed made Plague Doctors cool again. Mm-hmm. Before it like acclimated <laughs> yeah, right. people to the idea of it. It was back when yeah. you'd see creepy pasta online, and they would always have have the have the picture uh, with the Plague the, Doctor, yeah, Doctor which is the beak. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was creepy pasta that made Plague Doctors cool again. Yeah, but there was a time when it was still associated with creepy things before it got more yeah. into just hey, yeah but <coughs> well like assassin's creed made it that yeah, got you know, creep, it creepy pasta got mainstreamed as well yeah so. that's mm-hmm. true but there was a distinct time when people were very unsettled by the image of a plague doctor so sure, sure. i did that yeah i made the mask i stuck the e-cigarette in the beak <laughs> so i could blow vapor out of the nose sure mm-hmm. it was Really cool. Freaked a couple girls out at a convention once. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Just sitting there because the whole thing, you put on the bird mask and, you know, you cock your head to the side, you snap it around, mm-hmm. you act bird-like. It's fun. I know a girl that once dressed as a, uh, had an incredible Kenku costume. Mm-hmm. An incredible Kenku mm-hmm. costume. And she went all around the the con. Mm-hmm. Crouch down like a like a like a fucking giant crow, and, and then she would do all the clicking and stuff like that. And she didn't speak, but if you spoke to her, she like would do like a bad impression of you because that's what that's how Kenku speak. Mm-hmm. 
is really very cool. So I could see that with the Plague Doctor. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, I, I got stories for you off the podcast. Okay. Because my boys back home just start playing D&D for the first time. Oh, dear. And I'm DMing it. Oh, Jesus Christ. And it's fun. And I, I need your advice on something, too. No problem at all. I'd be glad to. So anyway, um, that I took a break from that, and I didn't really start hardcore cosplaying until... What year was your god spell at Cirillo? 2013. 13? Mm -hmm. Until then. uh, The October of 2013. And I got into it because, uh, if you recall, I was a clown. Right, yeah. And I had never used... Oh, it's because you had that big thing of clown white. I had never used (laughs) clown white makeup before, so I bought the giant tub of it. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, I'm looking at this giant tub and I'm going... (laughs) Shit, what do I do with this now? <laughs> right. Well, I've always kind of liked the Joker. Mm-hmm. Let's try that. So the first time was completely borrowed. The wig was borrowed. The suit was, like, found at a Savers. Yeah, right. Cheap. The only thing I really had going into it was the clown white. And I did it, and people loved it. And mm-hmm. I didn't really have the character down yet. It yeah. was just to walk around. It was a small little con in a... New Hampshire, yeah, New Hampshire. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the one yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah, New Hampshire, and uh, <laughs> huh? You, that the mics picked that up. You okay there? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, uh, it's just this resounding clang. Well, I'm not the world's most graceful person, <clears throat> and so uh, once I started really doing the Joker, it was all about finding the character. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. You know, I've had, you know, people have, I've been in an interview or two at different cons where they ask me the same question. So why, why do you do the Joker? Why do you do this? It's because it's fun. Right. It's really fucking fun. You get away with so much that mm. people don't get away with. <laughs> I think I've told you guys this story before, but um, so one of the things I do at conventions is at about like one in the morning. I'll just wander back down to the convention hall from the hotel room. Because I got nothing going on in the hotel room. And shit, there's nothing going on at the convention center. I just right. wander around, still in costume, because mm-hmm. I sat down and did this makeup for an hour and a half in the morning. I've been wearing this wig all day. I'm not going to take it off now. Yeah. I'm going to go until I'm about to pass out. Mm-hmm. So I'll wander around, and that's when I meet some of uh, the people that are like still my friends from these conventions. Mm-hmm. It's just other random people wandering around at night. And I was wandering around with this one Harley Quinn, and we were having a blast. It was fucking dead. And we're talking about why we both do it, and we're both saying the same things. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. You can do so much. You know, you just get to be silly the whole time. It's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like, check this out. And I looked up. And I can't really do it because we're indoors and there's a mic in front of me. And I can't do the Joker voice without being loud Mm -hmm. because it's a loud voice for me. Yeah. I also am, like, terrified of hearing it recorded and played back in my ears Mm. because in my head it sounds pretty good. (laughs) It it might not. And I don't want to shatter that illusion Mm -hmm. because I'm vain. (laughs) And I like to think that I'm doing it well. But so, so I yeah. look up in this middle, in the middle of this dead convention hall at like two in the morning, and I just yell in, like I say, what I consider to be a fair approximation of the Mark Hamill Joker voice, because that's my go-to. Mm-hmm. My look because it's the best Joker. Like, well, your look is my, your look is like one part Mark Hamill, one a little bit of Nicholson, and a lot of Cesar Romero. 
I try and throw and a, there's a nothing bit wrong of with that comic inspiration in there mm. too. And yeah, there's yeah. a bit of like Brian Bolin Joker and in like there as I, well. I, I've talked to uh, a couple other Joker cosplays, one in particular, and his whole thing is yeah, he's inspired by some of this artwork, but the whole goal was to do your own. Yeah, sure. I mean. No, oh. nobody has that skinny and well, not nobody. I know another couple that do have the perfect mm. Brian Boland Joker face, <laughs> skinny with the protruding yeah. chin, Flying, yeah. like the full crescent that mm. goes from forehead down to chin. I've seen that dude, and they can do it perfectly. I know like two or three of them. Oh, yeah. well, there's the dude you showed me. Yeah, mm. and it's uh, pretty spectacular. But so, like, the whole goal is just you know, I can't copy the comic art because I am not a tall, thin, lanky. My face isn't skinny enough. No, but you so could. So I do my own. You could if you wanted to, with a drop of a hat, like cosplay Hugo Strange. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean perfectly. I have those the goggles I wore during the mm-hmm. steampunk time. Yeah. Which, so incidentally, Doctor Steel is also the reason I keep my beard like this. Yeah. <laughs> and Doctor Steel is like just. No offense to the man, is a ripped off character designed from Hugo Strange. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. You... I mean, there's Hugo Strange. Like, Look him up, guys. There's yeah. Hugo Strange. Well, that's the Asian Hugo I mean, Strange. Hugo Strange yeah. and Doctor Steel, they look the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's because that's that's sort of an iconic uh, mad scientist look yeah. with the goggles, oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. beard, shaved bald. Lab and you coat. got that dope ass lab coat that yeah. we use during anything well, else. So yeah. that was actually one of the one-off cosplays I did once. I did, let's call it Hugo Strange now because everybody called me Hugo Strange anyway <laughs> when specifically I was trying to go Dr. Steel. It was before I shaved my head, mm-hmm. so I had a bald cap and everything. It does not look great in pictures because the flash washed out the makeup on the bald cap. Mm, yeah. So it just looked like a bald cap. Yeah. yeah. Whereas now I just shave. So. Yeah. So I do have the lab coat, the goggles, the head, the beard. So yeah, um, is it still considered a classic cosplay if, like, I just happen to have that lab coat? <laughs> or is a classic cosplay more like, hey, look, when I put on this hoodie, I'm doing this thing now. Right. Because I could do that, too. Um, I have suits. However, does, does in the end, does it really matter? No. I mean, but it's the thing, like, th- yet there is a culture that would give you shit for that. Mm-hmm. It's like, sorry, I happen to have a perfect Hugo Strange fucking cosplay in my closet from shit I put together. I mean, to be fair, my Joker is, if you if we call that a closet cosplay, my Joker is too, because I didn't make any of those clothing pieces myself. No. Mm-hmm. I make props. I n- yeah. have never really learned to sew. I'm sure I could do it, but I've never tried. And so my Joker is just like off-the-shelf suit pieces put together. Mm-hmm. So technically, it's kind of a closet cosplay too. You know, yeah. I didn't make it. I assembled it. I made sure. the props. I do my mm-hmm. own makeup. Like my makeup plot and design was 100 percent me. Yeah, yeah. Spe- and it looks good. I've seen specifically, it. Specifically, really yeah. specifically because when I started in 2013, that was, you know, still very close to the Heath Ledger Joker, and so everybody that I saw was doing Heath Ledger. And when I tried to do my first original makeup, mm-hmm. it went on sloppy and too heavy, and it looked like Heath Ledger. And I realized. Shit, if I can look like Heath Ledger if I'm fucking up, how about I actually put some time and right. effort and precision into this mm-hmm. so that it looks distinct? It's mm-hmm. me. We should um we should post some of those pictures to the uh 
I'll, I'll see if I have to the, uh, either ones. either the Couch Crouch's Twitter or the Facebook page or both. Mm-hmm. Like I do kind of like that one. Oh, that speaking of which, now that I've reactivated my Facebook, I need to reactivate my uh, cosplay page. Oh, good. Yeah. Because when you deactivate your account and nobody else is yeah. an admin on it, yeah. it absolutely it takes it back. It down. takes it back right. down. Yep. I was lucky enough to get like Devil in the Pale Moonlight as like all of my handles because someone had hadn't taken them yet. Mm-hmm. So that's me now. I get to do that. Ridiculous. But so to get back to the story that I started, and Joe, you wanted the uh, audience members to sort of get a feel for for us. Yeah, I feel like this storytelling is very integral to getting to know me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Eventually, I get back to it. (laughs) So we're standing in in that uh, deserted convention hall. I just looked up and I yelled out, "Everybody, look at me! I'm the Clown Prince of Crime." And if it were anyone else, if any other cosplayer, like mm-hmm. you know, not I'm not saying just me, but if anyone if any other not a joker, character, yeah. yeah, if any other character were to do something like that, you'd get a lot. You get some people coming over, but a lot more going. Who are you, <laughs> and why should I care? Right. What? Why are you? No. But I'm standing there with this very good Harley Quinn cosplayer. I've shown mm-hmm. you pictures mm-hmm. of yeah. it. Oh yeah. Um. And I yell this out, and all of a sudden, we just start getting surrounded by people like, oh, Joker and Harley, can we get pictures? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm i pretty sure I just explicitly told you to do that, <laughs> yeah. guys. Thank you Why for listening. Are you but so, yeah, it for me, it's... That's you, Gonzo. Probably. Yeah. Um, let's just move that somewhere that wasn't next to the... Uh, the thing. cords. That's the all right. Don't but so... Uh, I, you both are actors, so you know mm-hmm. characters is fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's where I live in it. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I, if I if I bogart this and segue perfectly? Go for it. Because characters are fun. Yeah, I am really big into professional wrestling, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it's really difficult to explain to people what professional wrestling actually is. Right. But I finally got it. Yeah. I yeah. No, your explanation totally works. So, what people don't so people that um don't get professional wrestling at all mm-hmm. or, you know, who have a barely cursory knowledge of it, the first thing they say, "Oh, well, it's just fake." To which my response is, "Yeah, no shit." Right. Okay. No one has thought it was real since the early 80s, okay? In fact, the Japanese I, still take it very seriously. Well, that here's the thing, though: the Japanese take it. The, uh, many American independent wrestlers take take the the whole thing very ser- seriously. Japanese do, Europeans do. There's different styles all over the world. Didn't of wrestling. They used to like throw people into pits with piranhas and shit. No, well, I was saying no. Was, they did that on game shows, not on professional <laughs> wrestling. I was thinking about. When professional people talking about professional wrestling mm-hmm. being fake, my biggest memory as a kid when I would watch professional wrestling is there was I think it was somebody strapped Stephanie McMahon to like a crucifix to a crucifix and the Stone Undertaker Cold Steve did. Austin yeah. came out and had to rescue her yeah. and I was like, well yeah clearly this is fake but this is fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I watched uh, I watched Ronda Rousey take Steph's hand, put it, look at her, make. Conscious acknowledgement. I watched them both nod to each other before she did the move. I'm like, yeah, that's fake as shit. But I, yeah, that's how you do. Yeah. So that's I what like people it. don't get. Here's hurt. the thing. I, that, but here's the thing. I, I could get behind it. People are like, oh, it's fake. It's like, well, 
No, it's not fake. It's... Oh, you mean they're not really snapping each other's necks every right. two, every week and then they get better? It's performance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So these guys are really jumping yeah. 25 feet in they the air. They're incredible and, and athletes. They're incredible athletes. Some of them are incredible performers. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. When I like punch you in the face, it's a working punch, which means I am not hitting you full speed, full force in the in the face. No, I'm hitting you either close, not at all, and I'm stamping my foot to make the bang. When I kick you in the face, if you look, they slap their thumb. But you know what? The timing's perfect. It mm-hmm. looks good. And it's, it's a two-person performance. Yeah. Because if I don't, quote unquote, sell, mm-hmm. you can do the coolest moves of all. If I'm not making it look like it hurts me, Everybody looks like an asshole. Right, yeah. yeah. I watched a, a very good video about that. I was telling you about it. Yeah. I already forgot the uh, wrestler's name, but big, scary dude. And as he's going on about it, I'm sitting there like, Jim has said these exact same words about theater acting. Mm-hmm. He's just not a big, scary, muscular dude. <laughs> no offense, Jim. No, it's but- okay. Professional wrestling is as much improvisational theater mm-hmm. as it is... Athletics. Yeah. Um, so, but to go back, how did I get into it? So I was a kid and my stepbrothers were into it. Mm-hmm. And I, they were, you know, I had a stepbrother that was older than me and he was kind of into it. So I started watching. But I realized later that I had started watching it when I was even younger than that. Because mm-hmm. I was, um, as I said, I have a cold. I apologize for the sniffling. Um, I had to have been like six, five or six years old when I was at a friend's house, my, one of my mom's friends was there on a Saturday morning mm. and watching television and um, wrestling was on. And I didn't know anything about wrestling. But mm-hmm. I was, all I saw was an interviewer. Don't for the life of me remember who the hell it was. It might have been like Lord Alfred Hayes or something mm-hmm. like that. It was like the early 80s. Because if I was like five or six, it was like 81 or 82. Mm-hmm. And there are these two gigantic Samoans. <laughs> and the team happened to be called the Wild Samoans. Mm-hmm. And they were managed by a guy named Captain Lou Albano. Now, oh, people I've may remember Captain, Captain Lou. Captain, Captain Lou. Lou. So uh, some of you older nerds may remember he's Captain integral Lou. To, uh, uh, he, Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. He has nothing no, to do with Chris no, Benoit. there was something involved with that. Oh, there's all kinds of things involved, but he wasn't. He had nothing to do with Chris. No, but that's how I heard of him. But of ca- Captain no, Captain Lou, Lou that's Albano. How I heard of him. No, Captain Lou Albano. For for people that are you know a little bit into it, Captain Lou Albano was like Cindy Lauper's dad in the Girls Just Want to Have Fun video, and he was like involved with her in the first WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But he was also known by many people uh, as he played Mario on the Super Mario Brothers. Oh no, Super that's Show. how I know Captain yeah. Lou. That's Captain Lou I, Albano. I forgot. So, but he was managing these two guys and they were just scary, like doing weird mm. things like picking their noses and like yeah. really scary stuff. And I remember just being like, oh, what the fuck is that? Mm. Well, a couple of years later, my stepbrother gets me into wrestling. I'm watching. So my stepbrother, Matthew, and by extension, his younger brother, Dave, mm-hmm. who was a little younger than me. So we were all kind of the same age. He was, Matthew was a couple of years older. Got me into professional wrestling. So next thing I know, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I'm mm-hmm. like watching wrestling. So I'm this kid. I'm probably seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. And one day I'm sitting Saturday morning watching um, Superstars of Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And these names are going to mean nothing to you guys, but I just because I specifically remember it. 
I, I was watching a tag team match with the Killer Bees, B. Brian Blair and Jumpin' Jim Brunzel, against two what they now call enhancement talents, who are mm -hmm. like, or they used to call jobbers. And these are the guys they would, the local guys they would bring in, and mm -hmm. you knew they were gonna get their ass kicked because you know the TV came on, they're already in the middle of the ring, or that's like, yeah, the, the Killer Bees and Bob Anderson and Dave. <laughs> Peters or something like you know, like yeah. you knew they were getting the shit kicked out. They they weren't muscular and mm -hmm. they kind of had mismatched trunks. They didn't have any gimmick or anything like right. that. They were jobbers. They were. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching this match and I, you know I don't remember which one of them it was, but he's got him in a corner and he's hitting him and he's hitting him and he's hitting him and for a minute and I don't know it was just bad camera editing because these were edited shows. These weren't live like yeah. it is today, mm -hmm. but. So you would think it wouldn't get in there, but it totally did. I notice the guy swings at him and stamps, does not make contact with his face, but the guy, boom, flies like he took it. Mm -hmm. And to my eight-year-old brain, I'm like, my brain wants to go two ways. Mm -hmm. One way is, Oh, that guy must hit so hard that even the thought of him hitting just, you know. <laughs> but then the other part of me is like, no, that dude just swung at him. Mm -hmm. He did not hit him, and the guy took it. And for a moment, you're like, oh, my God. And then you start really watching. Mm -hmm. And you notice that every time he punches him, he stamps. Every time he kicks him, he slaps his leg. Mm -hmm. um, when he jumps off the top turnbuckle to land on him, which they really do. They yeah. climb up to the top, and they... Superfly Jimmy Snuka got to the top of the thing and he jumped on him. Mm -hmm. But you notice as they're about to land that the guy that's getting landed on brings himself up and, 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 and tenses a bit, effectively kind of catching the dude. So he kind of distributes some of the force from this dude fucking splashing on mm -hmm. top of him. I started noticing these things in this episode and in a couple episodes. And I'm realizing it, it, some of this, this is, this is show. Mm -hmm. And then I start watching another show called Glow, which was the... Uh, glamorous ladies of wrestling there's mm -hmm. now a netflix yeah yeah show up with uh, kind of allison brie and kind yeah. of about it mm -hmm. but that was a real thing and that was fake as fuck yeah. like it was fake as fuck. it was it, and it looked like garbage mm -hmm. so i'm this kid and i realize wrestling is probably not 100 real mm -hmm. and i'm like okay how do i feel about that i quickly realize that's all right mm -hmm. i realize what this is this is performance. Yeah. I'm a performer. I'm eight years old. I'm, I'm an actor already. Right. I'm a performer. These mm -hmm. guys are performers. Like, and then I went to go see a show. Mm -hmm. And when I went to go see the show live, I was sold. Why? Because there were no special effects happening. Mm -hmm. These dudes really jumped off onto each other. Right. Th this was real blood. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no blood capsules. That doesn't happen mm -hmm. ever. If these guys are bleeding, it's because they're bleeding. Right. Now, back in the 80s and 90s, when they bled, I'd say 80% of the time, they fucking took razor blades and popped their fucking foreheads mm -hmm. open. Every now and then, you got someone like Brock Lesnar that'll just bust your fucking uh, head open with his elbow. Um, but I, I'm like, no, mm -hmm. this is awesome. And then when I found out, as you know, as you get older, you find out... You know, and, and then Vince McMahon effectively is in the steroid trial. Effectively, is, right. is like this is not a sport; this is entertainment. Mm -hmm. All of these outcomes are predetermined. Mm -hmm. There's a storyline. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like that's the way you know. So, 
once you get away from that, you realize these are characters. Mm -hmm. And what do I love? I love superheroes. I love supervillains. That's who these people are playing. And three, four times a week now, if I want to, Mm -hmm. or every fucking day, every fucking minute, because I have the WWE Network, which is $9.99 a month, and I can watch Mm -hmm. all the old school wrestling and new shows. If I want... Go Ric Flair. Um, I listen to wrestling podcasts mm-hmm. constantly. Um, number one sports podcast in the world is fucking something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Mm-hmm. Great fucking podcast. If you're into wrestling, if yeah. you're not into wrestling, what the fuck would you want to listen to it for? But I, you know, it's awesome. Like these mm-hmm. are characters, and there are characters that I love, yeah. and there are characters that I hate. And there are these people that I hate for real, and these mm-hmm. people that I hate, these fake people that I hate. Mm-hmm. And being, you know, 41 years old and being what's called in this day and age a smart fan, um, because there's an entire lingo to wrestling. Because mm-hmm. wrestling, professional wrestling, like, you know, 100 years ago is based on carny. Yeah. They're all carnies. They're all fucking, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're carnies. Um, so that, that, that culture still carries over. That's the other great thing about it. There's a culture. There's a language. Mm-hmm. They have their own vernacular. Like yeah. Sure. They have their own vernacular. Um, you know, I could say to you that, you know, to the heel got the heel got heat on the baby face when he fucking uh, when he you know when he, he got fucking juice on the guy, and then of course you know uh, even, I understood half even the guy you know and, yeah. the, and the and the guy's fucking busted open, but you know he's still you know giving shine to the baby face. The baby face comes back on the return, you know you get a, you get it once you start hearing it, but mm. and of course my my you know my wrestling lingo is garbage, but still, um, so there's a culture around it, mm-hmm. and you realize. Yeah, it's fake. Yeah, it's awesome. I'd be terrified if it was real. First of all, if it was real, one week you'd see this guy, something happen to this guy, and the next week you'd be at his goddamn real life funeral. Like, just ridiculous. So, so here's here's yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so first question. So I remember it was within the last year and a half at least. Mm -hmm. Watching, we were over at your house and we were watching wrestling, and I remember. Uh, one of the guys from New Day Rocks the week from, before from the New Day, yeah. had his balls taken off by another wrestler, and they had him in a jar. So, <laughs> so that didn't. So even in the storyline, that didn't actually okay. happen. That was uh, yeah. So, was but it I'm a just dream? wondering. No, it was a, it was what's it was an angle. What's the craziest shit that you've seen story wise? Oh, I can answer this. Wrestling. No fucking problem. Oh, no fucking problem. Because you've been watching for years. There's now. two. Mm-hmm. There's two absolutely fucking moronic things and they're mm. both WWE things and they're both on the tail end of what's called the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fucking ridiculous. There's this wrestler guy just got entered, got, got, just got inducted into the Hall of Fame this year a guy named Mark Henry. For years he was the strongest man in the world for real. He was just mm-hmm. he's just a powerlifting I've record. Heard of this This man? gigantic yeah. massive black dude from Selsby, Texas mm-hmm. as, as, as wide as he is tall. Mm-hmm. Huge dude. Super sweet guy, yeah. really nice guy. Well, at one point he played a character, so he was always Mark Henry, but mm-hmm. he was sexual chocolate Mark Henry. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point in time, he was dating May Young. Now May Young at that time was like eighty three years mm-hmm. old, and he got her pregnant. 
Okay. That is, and yeah, she had, and, yeah. and, and, and so she had a baby, but all the baby was was a hand. <laughs> she gave birth to a hand. Okay. <laughs> That's the first one. That, and I laugh my ass off. And, mm. and there's probably more ridiculous. Oh, I could tell you one t- at one point back in the uh, late. And it turns t- out we're all still in the dream from St. Elsewhere. <laughs> um, back in the 80, late eighties, early nineties, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. On on WCW, which is uh, which is down in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, at that point in time, they were a little smaller than they were before they closed. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an angle where RoboCop showed up. Like <laughs> <laughs> that fucking happened. But my another one that happened that's a classic. He's from the dystopian future, right? Any any WWE fan of any history know knows when I say the word when I say the name Katie Vick, they're all gonna go oh okay so. A wrestler named Kane, mm-hmm. yeah, who was the Undertaker's yeah. brother. Okay, but not for real, right? Not just for real. Characters, no. just characters. Okay, um, I got you. There are real brothers in wrestling. Like there are people that wrestle together. Yeah, but like, not, not like Kane the Hardy the Boys. Like Jeff and Matt Hardy yeah. are actually brothers, but not Kane. Correct. Okay. <laughs> no, Kane's first major character in WWE was Isaac Yankum DDS, the Evil Dentist. <laughs> <laughs> No shit. Oh, I like it. Anyway. That's fun. So he was feuding with Triple H. Mm-hmm. And um, I might remember commercials from this. Tells era. this story about how um, Kane had this girlfriend. Oh, I'm just trying to remember. Um, and the reason I'm looking at it up, up is I just need to look at the uh, setup real quick. Um Oh, it was absolutely ridiculous. And, and basically, what happened was there was a um, there was a funeral. Um, okay, so yeah, there was there. It was basically the, Kane had this secret, and mm-hmm. ten years ago, Kane killed. I might have seen this. I, right, I right, think I killed did her by accident. This. Well, Triple H over the next couple of weeks, you know, Kane was like, "Oh, it was an accident. I'm sorry." Well, it turns out that uh, you know. So the first thing that happens is um, Triple H is like, yeah, the autopsy we found of her, you know, has has Kane's semen inside of her, like ridiculous stuff like that. But that's nothing. The most ridiculous thing is there's a funeral for Katie Vick. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they have video from the funeral, and Triple H um, sneaks in and he gets into the casket with her and starts to have sex with her. Okay. <laughs> And he's like, yo, I'm, I screwed your brains out. And he reaches down, and there's just like a handful of what looks like chocolate ice cream <laughs> in his hand. And it's like, oh, that's so funny. So it was necrophilia. It was yeah. so fucked up. Those are the two that really make me chuckle I think the I most. Saw that. I, I do think I saw um, that. That, so that sounds familiar. That's the most ridiculous. And I don't watch this no. stuff. Um, the, there are some really, like but there are some incredibly cool things that mm. have happened. Yeah. Um, you know, in the past, you know, Jesus, 30 years that I've right. watched wrestling. So, I mean, you know, and I've seen incredible wrestling matches that, mm-hmm. you know, every wrestling match is a story. Mm-hmm. And that's what's cool about it. And bad wrestling is when they're not telling a story. Mm-hmm. Bad wrestling is, you know, you just got two guys in there just like beating the shit out of each other. And the fact is in wrestling, often these guys are just beating the shit out of each other. Like they're actually hitting each other. They're actually kicking each other. They're actually, you know, and that's when you know, guys get hurt mm-hmm. and shit happens. But other times, guys get hurt. It's a fucking accident. Yeah. So, so second question. This will yes. be my other one. I don't know if Gonzo has any for you, but I'm just thinking since you've been watching it for so long, let's go with mm-hmm. your favorite wrestler from when you first started versus who's your favorite wrestler currently. 
in um, the WWE. When I was a kid, my favorite wrestler was the Macho Man Randy Savage. That's a good pick. A, Rest because he was peace. awesome. Mm-hmm. A, because he was awesome. B, because he had the prettiest manager in the face mm-hmm. here. They had Miss Elizabeth, um, who was who was beautiful. Was also he had the no best interviews, too. He always had prop comedy. Yeah. Always had a prop yep. with him. Yeah, he was great. So Randy Savage was probably my favorite when I was a kid. Um, in the 90s, when I started watching it you know, again in earnest, there's a guy um, who's actually also an actor, but in a lot of movies, a guy named Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. Not a great wrestler, but one of the best talkers ever. Mm-hmm. And he played this character in WWE named Diesel. Mm-hmm. And then he went and he started the NWO in, in, in World in World Championship Wrestling. And he mm-hmm. was just Kevin Nash. And he's been in a bunch of movies. He was in Magic Mike. He was uh, mm-hmm. he, you ever seen Magic Mike? Uh, I've watched bits and pieces. He was Tarzan, the big huge dude mm-hmm. with the knee braces. Uh, he was in the, pun- the, the first Punisher, mm-hmm. Thomas Jane Punisher. He was the Russian dude. Oh, yeah. He, he was Super Shredder in fucking Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles too. He's been in a lot of, and he's he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, these days, I mean, for a long time, my favorite wrestler was a guy named CM Punk, mm-hmm. who is now an unsuccessful UFC fighter, but is mm-hmm. still a lot of fun. Um, I don't know, man. I, who's my favorite wrestler today? I have no fucking clue. Yeah. I couldn't. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like wrestling, mm-hmm. and there are some people that I like a lot, and there are some people that yeah. I just don't like. Man, there's fucking the my favorite Macho Man Randy Savage thing ever is the fucking cream of the crop interview where he keeps pulling creamers out of his fucking sweatbands, <laughs> and it's just like, you think he's got to run out soon, and there's just fucking another creamer. The cream rises to the top, and he's got another fucking creamer in his hand, and it's just like, Randy, where are you getting those fucking cream? <laughs> and he was in there for a cup of coffee. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Randy Savage was dope. You got any questions for me about no, it? No, not really. So, no. professional wrestling, you know, it's, and I'd love to talk to people about it, and actually, speaking of professional wrestling, mm-hmm. holy shit, um, well, it's gonna be like we won't segue immediately to it, but I've got a great Sam right yeah. some of professional wrestling, but which we'll talk about in a minute. But mm-hmm. before we uh, we get off of this, is there um, is there anything else about geekdom about our our flavor of geek that we want to talk about before we move on to the next segment? Well, I think if people like this episode and they want us, I think we each have other things that we could go into if we wanted to do another episode like this. I could do an entire yeah. episode on professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. In fact, for a while I did a podcast with my friend Adam on professional yeah, wrestling, right. marking the territory. It's on Podbean If you can find it, it's archived, but it's there. Um, but if people like what we're talking about, or if people are on our wavelength about any of these things that we've been talking about, or if people think this sucks and yeah. want us to talk about other things, send us your stuff in. Cause we, Want to give you the show that you want, so you got to let us know. Got to work with us. So shall we move on to? Uh, <laughs> shall we move on to mail? I think it's about that time. All right, so let's pull up the mail. So we are now <laughs> oh pulling God, up. Dying. We are now pulling up mail from. Um, this is mail from couchgrouches at gmail.com. Oh, and yeah. as always, we yeah, will start oh our mail with Doug. The section of the Doug. Doug's got a theme song and everything. Feel special, Doug, don't you? Okay. So, um, Doug's got a couple of small questions. Um, none of them are really super geeky, but they're really good. So, Doug's first question is if you could go to school and become a subject matter expert in anything, what would it be? Hmm. An 
expert in anything. Oh, man. I'd probably stick with the shit that I already, like, sort of went to school for and just get deeper into, like, psychology and do that because I feel like in my... Whether I'm doing... I mean, it, it helps when you're in a show and getting into, like, the mind space of a character when you can break down that character, but it also, with my degree in social work and with what I want to do, it definitely would be a big help on that. So I think... Plus, psychology is just a fucking... There's so much cool shit to sure. learn in psychology. So I th- I'm going to go with psych and stick mm. with that. Subject matter expert in anything, Michael. Yeah, it's a trick with me, though, right? I know. Well, me too. Jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Or it could be something that you know nothing about that you just want to be like, I wish I could know shit about this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand the question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picking something. That's, uh, that's the hard part. Um... So, how about linguistics? That sounds like a thing that's that awesome. I don't yeah. know too much about right now, just enough that I would like to know more. Mm-hmm. It's also not, you know, it's not my chosen career path. It's mm-hmm. just something that I would not mind knowing a lot more about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, For me, I... I've always wanted to be a dramaturge, mm-hmm. to be a true dramaturg, to really just have this encyclopedic knowledge of theatrical history and you know Mm -hmm. i mean i know quite a bit about the theater and i know quite a bit about you know stuff like that but Mm -hmm. i don't i don't you know i would love to have a more expansive knowledge Mm -hmm. i mean i guess that's a boring answer um the other answer of course is like you know i don't know like i want to know about lasers so i could build a laser gun I, I could used teach to. You, I could teach you about lasers. I used to date a girl that was big into science, and she would come to me and talk to me about her problems in the lab. And I would say, "Why don't you just shoot a laser at it?" And she would be like, "That wouldn't do anything." And I would be like, "It would be fucking cool, is what it would do." And that's why he's not with her anymore. Um, <laughs> I believe. No, I believe I backed you up on this half the time, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. So next, um, we'll make it better. Uh, I'll tell you about lasers. Doug's Go. next question. I'll tell you about lasers. If you had to move to a different state or country than where you live right now, we all live in Connecticut, mm-hmm. where would it be and why? Hmm. I will tell you right now, I would move somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, probably um, the Portland or Seattle mm-hmm. area. Um, I've always wanted to go there. I've always wanted to live there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the mountains, but it's in the woods, but it's in the f- but it's on mm-hmm. the ocean. It's It's just... Everything I want. Mm-hmm. It's also on a fault line, so it'll probably fall into the fucking sea, knowing my luck. But mm-hmm. still, that's, that's, not that's how what I want. Continental plates work. I know, but I'm still gonna bitch. <laughs> that's just not how it happens. No, but but um, I, but I only know this because I say that to my brother, who who is a geologist, yes. and he always uh, comes mm-hmm. back with corrections on that. Well, he's an asshole. So uh, yeah, but he's also bigger than me now. So <laughs> that's he's fine. my younger brother. Mm-hmm. Have, I don't think you've ever seen him. He j- Gentle giant, but mm. but uh. So if you had to move to a different state or country than Connecticut, Gonzo, where would it be and why? Now that's again, none of Doug's questions are ever easy for me. Nope. And I think he knows that. I think he does this to me on purpose. Yes. And I love and miss you, Doug. And someday I, I'll come back to game. Trust me, I will. Did but anyone go last weekend? No, definitely um, not me. I heard shit went down though. Did it? Yeah, Dan, Dan's gonna tell me tomorrow. So anyway, um, 
But this is relevant to something I've been thinking about lately, too, which is just, I don't, some days I would like to live in a city area and Mm -hmm. be urban and do that. Some days I would like to go join like a sailing ship and not be on a city. Some come days I want to live. Away. Come sail away. Come sail away with me. And some, some days I'd like to live in a forest and do that. Mm-hmm. Like live out in the country and have a couple sheds in the backyard to do crafts in. and Like the Unabomber. And, and hit stuff. <laughs> no, he lived in a shed. I want to live in the house, but have a shed. Dude, I've always wanted to be able to, I, like my dream with that, I'm I'm with Gonzo on that to an extent. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to have like a house and have like a shed out back where I could like be a blacksmith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So like, yeah. No. One hundred percent. So here, here's the problem with the the future house that I dream of. I have a workshop for woodworking. Mm-hmm. I have a workshop for more sciency stuff. I have a craft room for crafts. So you effectively have one of my houses in Fallout Four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or have then every I, crafting mm, bench set up. I have a little. It does. Not, it's not even like you know, a, a library, library, but just a place for books mm-hmm. and to sit and to read the books. Not many books, just some books. And then out back is the shed for metalworking and perhaps blacksmithing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's effectively what I just described. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just I. I need. There will be no rooms for sleep. Only room for mm-hmm. work. But so to answer the question as posed, yeah, I'm rather partial to like the Boulder, Colorado area. Oh. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's very awesome. pretty country. Yeah, it is very pretty. very pretty. Mm-hmm. Joseph, I uh, I always had this dream of when I'm like of an age to retire, going somewhere. My ideal living situation as like full on adult that doesn't need to work anymore is Hobbit life. So, fucking big ass field in you New Zealand. You want to go to New Zealand? <laughs> big ass field <laughs> in New Zealand <clears throat> where I can just be there, entertain guests, have them all come over and throw parties and, and chill out. Weed. Just fucking. I, I love the idea of like a place like New Zealand or Ireland or these big, lush, green fields of like. Nothing but beauty. And My wife will tell serenity. you. I have a thing for like rolling hills mm-hmm. and anywhere. And if we're just driving and come across like a lee, like mm-hmm. just like, like an idyllic like rolling hill, I will stop the car and look at it. Mm-hmm. Just I, I get it under yeah. Just undisturbed green and some rolling. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's fucking, I got you, it's sir. Just, yeah, it's because we're both hobbits. Yeah. Our, <laughs> what am I? If you're both hobbits, what am I? What do I get to be? You're a crafter. You're a dwarf. I'm not a dwarf. <laughs> no, no. He's you know you know. I think Gonzo's got this kind of Istari. He's got like kind of an elf vibe. Mm. I mean, he doesn't. And I don't mean in the kind of certainly not not physically. You're kind of you're a little mean. jacked for that. Oh, okay. No, that's better. <laughs> no, no. Elves are horrible, mean humans. Yeah, he, he, they're horrible people. No, I was saying you were mean. I am mean. I, I mean, you got arms like Popeye and shit like that. <laughs> no. So it's not you know. But something there's like kind of, kind of otherworldliness about Gonzo. Mm-hmm. That something mystical. Someone said I was ageless. They yeah, asked I could me how old that. I was. I could see that. I told them, and they're like, "I honestly wouldn't have guessed any of that. You're either much older or much younger than that." I think it's the shaved head. 
Could be. Could be, yeah. So I'm ageless. Doug's last question, I, I don't even know. Oh, if it's we, a threefer. It is a threefer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know like really how to answer this because this is huge. What is your happiest memory of a kid as a kid, and why was it so so special? Oh, hmm. happiest memory as a kid. <clears throat> you know, I might actually have an answer to this yeah. straight off the bat. I don't know. Be great. I, I don't know if I, I do. I, I I you go first. Hemming yeah. and hawing about it. Go for it. I mean, again, though, there's like two. Do them. That are happiest for two different ones. One is a very specific memory, which is living at my old house. And I've lived in Ellington my whole life, but we moved houses um, in when I was five or six. But so living at my old house, the next door neighbor growing up was my best friend. And we used to just play outside all fucking day. And we would play pretend imagination games and sure, all that. and we sure. were running around in the backyard and we were playing Star Wars I don't even remember what exactly we were doing but we were playing Star Wars and I remember we were running through just like so there was like a little bit of trees and you could go a little bit further and then there was a clearing and eventually you'd get to like actually I in my mind it's almost like one of those uh sort of radio tower pylons or it could have been a transmission pylon. Yep, sure. And it was sort of out back there. I don't actually know if it exists there or not. This memory's getting a little foggy about that, but we're running around. It, it goes with age, and trust me. They say your mind's the first thing to go. They say your mind's the first thing to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and we were in the middle of the Battle of Hoth and it was really cool and fun. And I remember like just the, the power of the imagination game. You know, you were there running around. It was, mm-hmm. it was a good time. But so the other one, this is a much more general. It's just, it's, it's Christmas. I, Christmas for you me are as a, a Christmas child. fiend, yeah. Like the you know, the trees always seem so much bigger now, and that's only a problem now that I am taller and I still would like the trees to be that big, but it turns out that the ceiling isn't tall enough for that. Yep. And you know, yep. just it's not even about presents, but mm. so big Italian yeah. holiday, all that food. It's just I I still love Christmas. So I that's probably the uh root of that. That's I mean, awesome. Um, Holy I think, shit, Doug! I had answers to your questions. I think I, I think I, I might have three. Okay, go for it. So the first one is completely and totally materialistic and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in a golden age of toys, mm-hmm. and my dad got me for my birthday, and I will never forget this because I didn't ask for it because mm-hmm. I didn't dare dream that I would actually get this. But it's my birthday, and my dad's like, I got you your gift, but I didn't wrap it. I'm like, why didn't you wrap it? So I come downstairs, and he's pulling it out of his closet. And it was a G.I. Joe toy called the USS Flag Aircraft Carrier. It was six feet long, mm-hmm. and it like it was huge. And we let, like, we put it together, we built it. And stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember flipping the fuck. I've never been so excited about a toy in my life. Mm-hmm. Ever been so excited about a toy in my life? So that was the first one. That's just, and for some reason, that just comes to my mind, and I chuckle because mm-hmm. just look at my dad's face. He's like, "Yeah, I won. I'm pretty good." <laughs> um, Who's the favorite now? <laughs> um, 
my first kiss mm-hmm. ever. I remember well. Well, my first real kiss. Mm-hmm. I had. I was in the fifth grade, and I took this girl on a quote date, and the date was fine. We went to go see a movie. Like we saw a movie, mm-hmm. and I went to dinner, and we saw a movie. My sister and what my movie? cousin. I don't remember. Um, I thought that'd be fun. Ba- it, wasn't. it was a movie called Baby Boom I with Diane. No, no, dude. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, that was what we I'm were old. Kids, Joe. I know. Um, I think it was a movie. I think it was was it called Baby Boom with Diane Keaton. Uh, it was called Baby Boom with Diane Keaton. Yeah, it was PG in 1987. I was like, I was 11 years old. That's right. How about that? So, we, I took how long her. was it? The movie, yeah, uh, one hour fifty minutes. Oh, um, it's my my first was Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. That's a very long first uh, date. So I went and, and I that is a long first date. And it's I went not a smart choice. And um, was a superhero movie from the makers of Scary Movie, featuring Drake Bell as the lead. You know what? I'm more happy with my choice now that I've heard Joe's. I yes. fucking yeah. want to kill myself for so, uh, that movie. The date itself was very funny because it was just supposed to be my, my older sister and my cousin, who were both the same age, they were going to take us out to this Chinese food place. Mm-hmm. And with me and this girl that I, you know, that, that was, and she was my girlfriend from fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Like we had gotten together. So <laughs> ended up for some reason, the four of us were at the Chinese food place. My parents were at the Chinese Chinese food place. My aunt, uncle were at the Chinese food place. My younger sister and my aunt were there. It was just like this is the most embarrassing thing mm-hmm. ever. Anyway, so we get back. So we so we get see the movie. We leave. We go to the and I take now walk the girl to her doorstep and we talk mm-hmm. for a minute. Aww. And I bend down and I kiss her and she kisses me back and I can hear my sister in the car go, Jimmy! <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> Um, and, and I that have. That is why they never went yeah. on another mm-hmm. date. And I have a third one that I can't say right now. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, happy, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. No. Oh, no, no, no. Happiest yeah. is a child. child. Happiest is a child. Mm-hmm. Um, happiest is a child. Um, oh, happiest is a child. Uh, does high school count as a child? I don't know. Yeah, we could say, yeah. My, straight, my, first, my first standing ovation. It's, 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 it's terrible. Mm-hmm. My first standing ovation. Mm-hmm. I. I was a Tevian fiddler on the roof in high school, and I mm-hmm. came out and I got like a three minute standing ovation. It was really bad. It was one of those things where mm-hmm. I came out and oh, they were I clapping, and, and I bowed mm-hmm. and I went back, and they're all just like, they're all waving me back. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. so I guess those are my three. Yeah. What right. about you? Um, I've got a few. Um, one of them is when I was a kid, um, my mom used to make me and my sister go to uh, this camp at the YMCA called Saturday Adventure, and we both hated it. <laughs> and um, so we would go there. We'd be there for like 20 minutes, and then my grandpa would show up, and he'd be like, I'm their grandpa. I'm going to take them because he knew we didn't want to be there. <laughs> and he'd just like take us to McDonald's and take us to the mall, and then like when there was like, 10 minutes left of the program, he'd bring us back so our mom could pick us up. Get the fuck out of here. And we would just like get to spend the day with my grandparents and it was just the fucking best. So we would do that most Saturdays. And she didn't know. Like she, she honestly didn't she know. She probably figured it out after a few but times. I, but I'm like, just thinking here, if she knew, then why is she paying for this date camp when she could just ship you off with the grandparents for free? Because, no, I can answer this. She did, she did it for the grandparents' yeah. sake. Oh, 
She did it for she, the grand. She knew it was because like that was the beginning of my grandpa is my hero and I want to be just like him. Like, yeah. I was fucking. For four all years we know, old, yeah. for all we know, he was paying for the camp. Yeah. Like, I could see that. Um, <laughs> another one is I was in preschool. And is it me or does Joe's mom always have perfect hair? Always have perfect hair. I don't have a visual. I was thinking about this the other Joe's day. Mom. Yeah. I was sorry, thinking, Joe's mom. I was thinking this the other day. I'm like, I've never I, seen Joe's mom with a hair out of place. Like, Continue. I know um, I've met her multiple times. I just don't have a visual memory of her. You're a bad person. My second one is. Um, I can't I, see your uh, face. <laughs> I was in preschool. I was in. I was my first year of preschool. I was three years old, and um, Space Jam was out. And uh, I was on the swings with one of my friends, and we were just swinging. Swear to God, and Joe, singing. this turns into Lola Bunny fetish. No, we were, <laughs> we, were, we were swinging on the swing, and I was, and me and my friend were singing "I Believe I Can Fly," and the preschool teacher heard us and said, "Do you guys want to sing that song for preschool graduation?" And that was like, I was thrilled. And then preschool graduation came up, and I was like. I don't want to go up there. I'm very scared. But in the moment, it was very exciting to have that. And then um, my third one is um, from, it comes about two days before one of the worst experiences of my life. And it was, I was in seventh grade and I had a major crush on this girl. And it was the first girl I ever asked out. And she said, maybe. And I flew over the roof because I was just expecting a no. But then three days later, she took me to the front of a classroom that was filled with all my friends and rejected me. And then two days after that, started dating my best friend. So, like, pretty big downer after that. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I, I messaged her, like... Oh, I get it. <laughs> I, I, I messaged her, like seven years ago and i was like hey i just want you to know i held a lot of resentment towards you for a very long time but i'm over it now haven't heard from her since then <laughs> i got a story to tell oh, offline um, that's yeah that's that's fucking horrible yeah all right so that's thanks doug again um fuck doug um no, so, those were pretty good. No, they questions. were. Yeah. That was not dark. That was not and I dark. Was down. So uh, we have uh, an email from Adrian. Um, yeah. Now Adrian sent us nine questions. However, is this Adrian? Yeah, this yeah. is my buddy. Let's Adrian. go yeah. ahead. Let's Fuck go. You. Let's go ahead and 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 th these can these be fired off quick. quick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <coughs> um, what would you consider the absolute best and worst movies of 2017? Ooh. Uh, for me, best movie Blade Runner. Uh, worst movie mm -hmm. Justice League. Okay, I would say no. Um, was Batman Superman uh, 2017? Yeah. No, I think so. No. Yeah, it wasn't. I no. think it was 2016. What year is this now? This currently? is 2018. Wait, was Blade Runner in 2018? No, it was 2017. Okay, good. Yeah. What um, movies came out in 2017? I feel like I don't remember. I would say best movie of 2017, I would say, was Lady Bird. Worst movie was uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Yeah, you watch more movies than I do. I watched that, I watched that movie like two nights ago, and I... Wish I hadn't. What movies did I even watch in 2017? So I know Star Wars was one of them, so I'm going to say that's the best one because I remember that one. Um, and I guess the worst one's also Star Wars because I don't remember any other movies I watched in 2017. <laughs> okay, moving that's on fair. to the next one. Um, if three elves walked into a typical dwarven bar, what would happen? Racism. 
I really don't get that. Uh, this is a this is a subject for another time, but I don't understand why fantasy racism has to happen in every fucking fantasy universe that ever existed. I mean, the hatred between elves and dwarves derives from the Silmarillion, but yeah. I mean, but like, or actually, but actually could, goes farther back, probably probably into Norse um, you Norse could mythology. Be original and not have them hate each other. Um, uh, what I think would happen is the three of them would come in. Let's assume that they're new to dwarven lands. Mm-hmm. They know of dwarves, but they haven't experienced dwarf like dwarven culture at it you know in its home base mm-hmm. they would walk in and they're dwarves I, I walked into a bar i could see this dwarven maiden with three mugs of ale walking up and going okay boys let's, and, and like she would serve them out dwarven cuisine and the mm-hmm. three of them would be like okay first of all i got drunk off this shit yeah. and this food is subs- more substantial mm-hmm. than i eat because i'm a fruity elf and and they enjoy it and they're all happy together. Gonzo, I would say, yeah. You said racism. I would. I, I think it's definitely they would partake. Uh, they would they would sample the uh, dwarven you know ale and they would be like, wow, this tastes like iron and mud and it's fucking like we. It's not what our sophisticated palates are used to, but it's not terrible. Like it's. I think it would be definitely like. Wait, who was walking into which bar was it? The elves, elves are walking, elves into, are a walking into a dwarven oh, bar. Oh, then, uh, so not exactly racism, but you know that's because yeah, because we know that elves are racist. You, not you know elves. that scene in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see that. One when he walks into I the, the biker bar. Yeah. I bet you some some bets I'm would be trying made. Trying to use the phone. I bet you. I bet you there would be definitely some some gambling. The dwarves would try to try to get some money out of the elves and things like that. All too. right, and, and and now that I've seen a list of movies from 2017, I think I'm still going to keep Star Wars up there just because I'm that kind of nerd. Mm-hmm. And so for worst, I'm going to say Ghost in the Shell because I've heard yeah. nothing but horrible things. But about you it. didn't see it. I didn't see it. That's all right. Was it what have I seen or just what do I think I mean, are the worst? What do you consider? So, yeah. so if you want to say yeah. that, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, we could also. Consider like what was it up here? Something there, there was something. Um, shit, almost there. It was in January of 2017, I think. Yeah, and it was Underworld Blood Wars. That's just because I hate Underworld mm. in general, and I do not see a world where they made a good movie. Question number three: If you could popularize anything right now, what would it be? The word buffaloly. <laughs> <laughs> I have invented this word. It is an <laughs> adverb which means to do in the manner of a buffalo. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. You do something buffalo-ly. Okay. Joseph. I'm also going to tell um, my friend that I just pimped that word. I want to bring back classic rye drinks that are not just hipster fare. That's the problem. Rye is yeah. very hipster now. I know. I want it to yeah. be mainstream so the hipsters can stop fucking taking it and I can drink more rye. Fair enough. Yeah. If I could popularize anything right now, what would it be? Um, Adrian didn't expect like honest answers from me, right? If I could popularize he anything, expected answers from so me. So if I could popularize honest. anything, what would it be? Um, dinosaurs. No, dinosaurs. <laughs> um, Tits out for Krampus. <laughs> That's my new. Uh, I would say campaign. I would popularize um, community. I would popularize Dracula Untold so they'll make a sequel. No, I don't mean the television show. Mm-hmm. I mean the concept of people <laughs> yeah. being there for each other yeah. and taking care of each other and realizing <laughs> that the the more care people take for each other, the mm-hmm. better their own lives are. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you could have any one can trip from any game at your disposal Ooh. in real life, Press what would it be? Ooh. Ooh, that's so hard. Oh, shit, no Eldritch Blast. 
I was more impressed with Prestidigitation. Yeah. Mage Hand. I want Mage Let's Hand. Let's just go with my original answer because uh, one is going to wind up with me killing people. The other one's just going to wind up with me, I don't know, funneling their balls briefly. From I want Mage the room, Hand, I guess. but I want I want uh, the the rogue uh, archetype Mage Hand that's invisible. All right. Mine would be Vicious Mockery. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good cantrip. Somebody just gets hurt when you insult them too bad. That is a cantrip, right? Yeah. 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 That is a bar. Mm. It's a bard cantrip. No. Sure I think cantrip. it's a bard class feature. No. No, no it's, it's, it's a, a cantrip. It's a spell. I thought I looked it up the other day. I'm looking at it right now. It's a spell. It's a, it's a cantrip, yeah. In, in, in the in fifth edit, in fifth ed, you unleash a string of insults laced with subtitle with subtle subtitle with subtle enchantments as a creature you see within range. The target can hear you, although it need not understand you. It must succeed at a wisdom saving throw to, or take one d four damage, uh, psychic but damage, and have disadvantage. You know what? If we could, if we could do because third level spells, up in the book. I'm telling you right now, uh, I, yeah, I'm not gonna grab it. If we could do third level spells, you know what I would box. pick? What? Liamin's tiny hut. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Um, what movie did you watch lately that did not hold up? Oh, that did not hold up. I haven't watched a movie in so long. Ice Pirates. No, I love Ice Pirates. I had also never watched it before, uh, so I had nothing for it to hold up against. I had an answer for this, but I don't remember what it was. But I will say, I was talking about it the other night, and we were just talking about it earlier, but Space Jim does not hold oh, up uh, as, well as, you, as well as you remember. No, you already know Van Helsing. No, doesn't Van Helsing hold up. doesn't hold up. But I, you don't, you don't really remember how bad of an actor Michael Jordan is until you rewatch Space Jam and remember that Michael Jordan just sort of sits there and goes, "Bugs Bunny, a Toonland." What? That's pretty much. That's pretty much how Michael Jordan acts through the entirety of that. But. I want to play baseball. Was that, was that, it wasn't mildly racist, was it? It might be. I think it was mildly racist. Probably. I mean, was that. I get it from my mother. Was that kind of a, <laughs> was that like a, a, a oh, was mammy. There, was like some mammy going on there? Was there some Whoa. Amos and fucking Andy happening there? <laughs> Rubies, sapphires, oh, Amos and Andy. Instead of before, I'll say it again. You're not planning on like running for office, oh, are no. you? Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, this next, the next yeah, question. Yeah, we already stupid. know yeah. that I don't watch movies, right? Yeah. Next question, stupid. I'm, I'm stat. No, I'm, I want to know it. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Well, let me see which one it is. I can't read. Oh, uh, fine. Who was the actor from Smallville who was in the New West World show? Anthony I Hopkins. Oh, that was that was that was a conversation he and I had the okay. other day. Is like, it Anthony is Hopkins? No, no I know uh, he's in Westworld, right? Yeah. No, I got confused with the dude who played Superman on Smallville with um, James Marsden. Oh, okay. So you got Superman mixed up with, with Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, if you had a chance, if you had the chance, you're right. Yeah. All right. If you had the chance to bring any one person, is is this another small? Is this another Westworld question? If you had the chance to bring any one person the show to have as a regular, who would it be? Oh, We're, oh no, it is a cantrip, but it's only on the bard list. Any one person on this show to have as a regular person on the show, who would it be? Like as a as a no oh, uh, Sam, Sam or Doug? Is it just anybody in? S- in I would Sam, Doug, or Jacqueline. We don't have people that have been on the show, but that's only like. I think it's anybody. Who... Oh, anybody in the world? Yeah. Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ooh, very charismatic. Which funny, it's he's uh, the next question. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ron the fuck Perlman. Ooh, Ron Perlman. Very, that's well. Good. very um, well. Hey, we got to Ron Perlman tonight. There you go. I oh, would go. Oh. And hope he, hopefully if he shows up, he'll show up uh, bearing a bottle of Angel's Envy. <laughs> and also Ice Pirates. 
Yay! Thank you very much. See, because so I can slurp audibly on the recording now. Thank you. I would. Ooh, that was a good one. I would pick Alan Tudyk. He's my pick. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. It was good slurping. Okay, next. Oh, but but oh, you we know. also could have said Nick Cage. We could have. I I, I like Alan Tudyk. I, I put the Nick bees Cage. away. Yeah, but that okay. would have been the time why, for bees. Why is Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Why does Wayne the Rock Johnson wear the same shirt in every movie? Because it fits him. Correct. Yeah. It's and the only it thing he has. does not rip when he flexes. He just had a baby. Congratulations yes, to Dwayne the Rock he Johnson. He had a baby? He had a, he his had a, wife he had a daughter. His, his girlfriend had a baby. All yeah. right, that makes more sense. And then. finally, what makes Joseph Richard Foran a fantastic human being? Um, I think he's the worst. I'd have to say his tiny penis and huge balls. <laughs> Thank you. I do have a tiny penis and huge balls. Every time I take a piss, I piss all over my balls. <laughs> what does it look like? It's like a mushroom cap. It's how to do beanbag chairs. What do you call it? Call it Dumbo. Why is that? It's a tiny trunk and huge ears. There you go. Um, what makes Joe... You know what? Hold on. Hold on. Jame? Jame? <clears throat> Joe can't answer this question, so I feel like you have to. Come here. Let's, ladies and gentlemen, let's say hello again to... Uh, to my wife, Jamie. Say hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Jamie, I need you to answer this question real quick. I'm not good at these questions that you asked me at the last minute. What makes Joseph Richard Foran a fantastic human being? Joe you just... can't say tiny dick. I already said it. Okay, I won't say that. Mm. Um, Joe just cares about everyone. He genuinely cares that they're okay, that, um, that they're doing all right, and if there's anything that he can do to help, he always does. There you go. Well, thanks, Jamie. Hey, you're welcome. My XLR wasn't plugged in all the way this entire time. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's you. It's been picking up. You've picked up. Yeah, okay. but like I think that's why I've been sounding echoey and dim to you my. You have not self. actually in my ears. Well, I've yeah, but you're, you're also not smart. <laughs> oh, what makes Joe a great human being? Um, can't say tiny dick. I already said it. Son of a bitch. Um, well, I mean. Ah! I, <laughs> <laughs> That startled me. What the fuck was that? I just loosened the, <laughs> the mic and it fell. <laughs> I Such a douche. Consummate professionals. <laughs> um, what makes Joe a fantastic human being? I would say... Um, I was legitimately startled by that. I would say it's Joe's... Um, it, I mean, I, I, for lack of a better term, loyalty. Um, loyalty. That uh, That's it. My actual for real answers are like... Too like, uh, if you took your answer and Jamie's answer and smashed mm -hmm. them together, Joseph Richard Foran is my brother. <laughs> not not my biological brother, who's a giant that we already talked about, but my spiritual and metaphysical brother. Yeah. And that's what makes him awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And then Adrian says, y'all are awesome. Thanks for your hard work putting the show together. I'd like to say the actual answer for why I am the way I am is my family and friends. So if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be the way I am. I'd like to so give thanks, a shout-out to Adrian's hot girlfriend, Emma. <laughs> I'm sure both he and her will appreciate it. I, Good. I, I have a hard time disagreeing with that. Um, all right. So moving on, <clears throat> we have... This has been a long. This has been a long uh, letter segment, but um, it's we been a long more. show. We have one more. How long has today's show been? Today's show at this point in time has been one hour thirty eight 
minutes and 58 yeah, seconds. So I bad. just sound so much better in my own headphones right now that I've plugged that back I'm in. I'm glad it's working out for you. Are these our right. Sam questions? These are Sam questions. Sam! So, so Sam uh, is is a regular on the show now. Did, did we to give the, him a theme song? Yeah, I think we're going to give Sam a theme song. Um, I'm excited to hear what we've picked. Sam gets this. All right, so... Jamie can't hear it. She just sees us <laughs> all wiggling around like assholes. So, okay, so we have Sam's question here. I'm 260 for my shirt. 260 for my shirt. So sexy. It all right. <laughs> um, first things first to go back That's to something. Fun. That is fun. Um, so, actually, um, Sam left something um, uh, last week or the week before about how. Um, he at one point had now. If you know our friend Sam, our friend Sam is um, English mm-hmm. and is jacked. Right, <laughs> he is fucking jacked. Right. Which the funny thing about that though is he's also the most sweetest, nicest, mm-hmm. gentlest spoken man you ever. Like, he's just yeah. a. He's he, honestly, I enjoy talking to him very much. Toodle pip. <laughs> um, he ta- and he talked about at one point he had wanted to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. I mean, he trained several months to be a pro wrestler at a small. Um, local place in town and um his name was going to be the granite carpenter <laughs> and it was working on like a made of iron mm. gimmick but then he um you know it just the basically granite carpenter gra- oh, no i don't not the granite carpenter his name was going to be granite carpenter okay no okay, oh did i, I say the that. granite carpenter mm-hmm. no 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 his, the granite no, carpenter. his name was that, going to be granite no carpenter sense. um because that's so basically, you, you don't, the reason he stopped doing it, the reason he decided not to do it, is because he um, had was really good at taking mm-hmm. taking punishment, and he was good for what we called selling. <laughs> mm-hmm. And basically, he was a job. <laughs> he ended up mm-hmm. being, yeah, you know, and he didn't want to do that. So uh, he said, "You're." So my question mm-hmm. is, if you guys trained as a pro wrestler, what would your look, name, and gimmick be? I'll answer this first. I never want to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. I'd want to be a, a manager. Yeah, I'd want to be like. Like Mr. Fuji or like Polly mm-hmm. Dangerously, like you're like you know like be like, I like a manager like a, like a bad guy, like a heel manager like, you know like walks out with the wrestler mm-hmm. and like you know distracts the referee and shit like that so the bad guy can can cheat. That's what I do. I'm gonna have to defer to you a little bit, Jim, because I don't really know wrestling or myself that well. Well, what do you? What would you? I also think you'd be a great wrestling manager. That. Or some kind of like villain authority figure, I do. Like I, I do. Okay. But you also have giant Popeye arms. Yeah. So you could do. I think you could also do like some kind mm. of um, like cerebral type. Um, you almost, would be Valeric. Almost. Oh, no. 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 Like, that, no. 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 That's a good name. Something with like a something with like a um. Almost like a supernatural element, or like a or like a oh, pseudo scientific oh, element. Wait. Not like the Undertaker. No, like um, no, um, shit. This one I know came up in Chris Benoit because fuck, what was his name? His whole gig was he was a Satanist. He was a Satanist. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was there, there's uh, Kevin Sullivan. That's the one. Oh yeah, I mean, you could do like a yeah. So Kel- yeah, Kevin Sullivan was was, was, his, was his wife's first husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you. Yeah, you could be like the devil, Ke- Ke- Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, I could see that, well, especially with your big Popeye arms. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You could be like a Satanist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or you could also be like a mad scientist. That would be the other gimmick yeah. you could do. 
I would be JJ the Sweet Boy Sweets, and my entrance would be I would be on the phone talking to my mom, <laughs> and I would come out in the ring, and everybody would hate me because I'm such a sweet boy, <laughs> <laughs> and I would be like, <laughs> I don't want to fight you, but if I have to, then I will, and I'll be JJ the Sweet Boy Sweets. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to say about that. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, okay. Um, he's basically like if a kindergartner looked like John Cena. Wouldn't that require you looking like John Cena? Well, like, I mean, he said he I gets could to train, pick his own look. All right. All right. He gets to pick his own look. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. And so the last one. Uh, so now, so we'll get actually get to his actual question. Is he just saw Alien Covenant a bit late to the game? He admits, but uh, while he didn't jack actually enjoy the movie, he's very into Fassbender's performance. Left him feeling as though it utterly screwed up the chronology of all the other Alien movies. Now, especially if you consider the Alien versus Predators movie, which is where this came from, mm-hmm. as part of the canon. Have you guys been able to figure it all out and how it fits together? I'll go first. Okay. No, because I have not seen an Alien movie since the fourth, since the one with Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. I, I like that one. I oh, not, you didn't see Prometheus? Did I have you? not seen Prometheus. I have not seen an Alien movie since it's not Prometheus. And I don't even remember the one with Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. But I know she had I a saw hot it. haircut. Well, I mean, I, she's cute. So, Joe, you're you're the one that's really seen them all, and have so. Um, <laughs> wow, there's a lot to that's because oh. Jamie brought a soda pop. Thank you, Jamie. I'll, I'll make this. Abundantly clear. Yes. Does that seem the Alien vs. Predator movies do not fit in either chronology. I mean, you just answered the question right there. They're, they're, the Alien Covenant is sort of a prequel. It's like a pseudo prequel to like. Because Prometheus is supposed to be like the original them finding the eggs and doing right. all this shit. And the, the first Xenomorph. Well, what about that born. time that the Xenomorphs were on Earth? Because. Oh, wait, that's Alien vs. That's Predator. Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. That, that's why it doesn't fit in the. Because it establishes this idea that. Which it could work in the in the Predator canon that the Predators have been coming to Earth for centuries and centuries and it's their hunting ground. But it does not work at all in the Alien chronology because. Well, according to Prometheus, the xenomorphs, as we know them, did not become xenomorphs, xenomorphs until they merged with humans, right? right? Yeah. And that's... Spoilers. And so Covenant is a direct prequel to Prometheus. It brings back... It's a sequel to Prometheus. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah but, a sequel. It's a, but, the, but those two movies it, are prequels to Alien. Prequels to Alien. Okay. Which, you know, leads into the whole Alien. And so... And then you have the second Alien vs. Predator, which is very bad, and it has this weird xenomorph-predator hybrid thing that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. So those movies are their own thing. Those movies are essentially just made for... The first one was made for people like me who like to watch these movies. And the second one was made... Trying to market it to people like me, and then it it, it failed miserably. You know what I don't get? What? Why are they always taking off their helmets? The predators? No, the people in the alien movies. It's like they test the atmosphere. They see they can breathe it. That doesn't tell you what else is in the atmosphere. Why is the guy in Saving Private Ryan on the beach who gets shot in the helmet and it deflects a bullet, take off his helmet, and then immediately gets shot in the head because fucking people are stupid, and I, I, I think that. 
It just strikes me that a lot of this trouble with the with the xenomorphs would just be solved if instead well, of only looking at like the gas components of the oxygen atmosphere to see if you could breathe in, it. At, who knows? Because it doesn't necessarily show like microbes or possible. I'm just saying. In Prometheus, maybe, you, maybe you're on an alien planet or around these alien things. You just keep your fucking helmet on. I in, agree. in Prometheus, they do smash the the facehugger smashes through a helmet. At yeah, but okay. But yeah, at but least it had to smash hit, through a helmet. That's after he picked it up and was playing with the stupid yeah, worm very true. thing. That's very true. So what's the lesson here? Don't take off your helmet. No. So we're gonna thank. Uh, don't look in the vagina egg. Indeed. So we're gonna thank. Was that all his questions? That was it for. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. All right, that's it for Sam. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for your questions. Thanks, Sam. Um, and that's gonna bring us kind of the last segment of the show. Um, so before uh, before I go, I just want to you know we want to thank everybody for for coming and mm-hmm. for listening rather you know when yeah. came for listening and if you want to get us you can get us on uh, so you can email us at couchgrouches at gmail you can send us a direct message or tweet at us at twitter.com slash couchgrouches at couchgrouches if you're already on Twitter just type it into that little box you can find us on Facebook facebook.com slash couchgrouches we're we're the only we're the only Couch Grouches podcast on iTunes and Podbean. It's really easy to find. Uh, we will be on Spotify probably next week, according to the email I got. Very cool. Um, and I'm going to do Google Play next. Um, make sure if you're on, if you have iTunes, make sure you're rating and subscribing. It really helps us out. Make sure you're downloading the podcast, getting those numbers up. Because if you know Ron Perlman, ask him to listen. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, um, now we're gonna just—I'm gonna do a quick rant for you. Um, what were we? Was was it tirades with Jim or something like that, or is it? I forgot what we called it. Something I don't know, but I, I do. Oh talk wait, about before it. we do that. Oh yeah, Gonzo's Black Magic Corner. Yeah, have yeah, you yeah. have you talked to the demons? You know, I thought that I did. Like I legitimately thought that I did. But it turned out it was just the neighbor kids screaming something. Ah. <laughs> it like coincided perfectly with what I was saying. But mm. I looked out the window and they were just playing some game. Yeah, I forgot that we're doing that every week. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, so um, one of these days I'll have a I'll have a definite. So um, I'll, I'll do. Maybe a, I should just get a Ouija board. Oh Jesus! So or I'll, a Waluigi board. <laughs> you don't do a Waluigi. No, I don't. no. Okay, I could get a Luigi like board. A, get a Luigi board. Oh yeah, <laughs> seven inch penis. I'm a Luigi. I'm a number one. Oh yeah. <laughs> I do want to talk about something, so I guess I'm going to rant now. <laughs> Sam Kinison. Okay. All right, so yeah, yeah you don't know what that is because you're because you're not old enough. So what I want to talk about today is um, <coughs> I'll even take the other guys out. I can still be loud. I know. Um, so what I want to talk about today is, um, and I won't get super political about this. But there's a level of um, willful ignorance that really bothers the shit out of me. And we're going to get real specific today. Uh, I want to talk about the way that people don't understand what the word theory means. So I'll tell you where this came from, and I'll just kind of rant off from here. There was a meme that uh, it was on on Facebook that one of my friends put in. And you guys have seen a lot of it. It's, it says, you know, it's pretty much some statements down a line. And it says, Earth is not flat. 
vaccines work. We've been to the moon. Climate change is real. The universe is expanding. Math is the universal language. Chemtrails aren't, aren't a thing. Evolution is a fact. We're all made of stardust. Science is like magic, but real. And then it says stand up for science. So my friend posted this. I like that. So, this, so what, you know, and of course there's always one troll or jackass. Right. You, you would never say this. But you would, you would never say this. You're picking up. Um, a guy's like, well, if evolution is a fact, why is it called a theory? Okay, I'm going to answer this for you. And I, 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 if you've ever thought this, um, I'm going to assume it's because you don't actually understand the term theory. Evolution is a theory. It is a scientific theory, Okay. A theory doesn't mean a best guess or it's something that I think, you know, this is what I think it means. In science, a theory is a general principle or body of principles that has been developed to explain a wide variety of phenomena. A scientific theory is not a wild guess. It must be consistent with known experimental results, and it must have some manner of predictive power. As new knowledge is gained, theories are refined to better explain the data. That being said, the data is confirmed in scientific theory. So you've had the hypothesis, a hypothesis being the step before a theory, which is, hey, I have observed this thing in nature or reality. I've observed it. I hypothesize that this is this because of this. I then begin collecting data to support my hypothesis. Once I've collected the data and the data is, is consistent and has been experimented on and has been tested by my peers, it's not just me trying to, to, to forward my own agenda. It can then be considered scientific theory. Um, the next step from that point is a law. So let's think of the, the, the law that everyone knows, the law of gravity. A law can be verified mathematically, okay? Um, and verified without doubt mathematically. What goes up must come down. There is a, there's, a, there's a mathematical equation for that in reference to the Earth, in reference to the mass, rotation, yada, yada, yada. There are not many laws in science. There are not many absolutes in science. Um, there are theories all over the place. I'll give you a theory that's very, very, I mean, Theories are put into practice every day. And the one that immediately comes to my mind is the theory of relativity, which is the matter to energy relationship. E equals MC squared. Um, the most immediate practical use of E equals MC squared is it was one of the formulas used to determine how um, a certain amount of matter could be, you know, how it could be converted into energy. Example being the atomic bomb. Nuclear fission, all right? Um, that is a theory. It is a theory that has been tested, 
proven, utilized, applied. It's a theory. Facts, the term fact versus theory, fact is rough because facts are things that we observe. So if I observe something and I don't want to believe that or I don't want to believe that, that that's true, I can deny that fact. Uh, as a human being with a free thinking brain, I can go, that is not a fact, but the sky is blue, but that's not what blue is. Like I, I, can, I can rationalize it. The reason theories are not facts is because they're two completely different things. Um, sadly, people don't, often don't decide, they decide not to observe fact. That doesn't change their validity, okay? And the, you know, so basically, you know, people like, you know, the quote that always comes into my mind is Neil deGrasse Tyson. The good thing about science is that it's true whether you believe in it or not. People, when someone says something's a theory, all right, when, when they're looking at science and they're saying that, you know, this is a scientific theory, that is not an excuse for you to go, well, it's only a theory. If you understood the amount of work that goes into a scientific theory, more work has ever, there's more work that has gone into that theory that will ever go into whatever bullshit you read on the internet, okay? You know, oh, well, I've heard that vaccines cause cause autism. It's a theory. No, it's not. Autism causes vaccines. Did I say, did I say autism causes <laughs> no, vaccines? I, I oh, okay. <laughs> I said it. Um, people, don't be afraid of science, okay? Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of these things. And... And don't let, don't cloud or distort facts to, how do I say this? Don't build facts around your beliefs. Base your beliefs on what you see and what you know, and then expound upon them with the metaphysical, okay? Don't attempt to believe away what is right in front of you um because it's dangerous it's it's willful ignorance it's what's wrong with us as a people stop it um i apologize for this not being as coherent um of a uh of a rant but i did not write this one down all the way and this is what happens um, please send your hate mail to couchcrouches at gmail.com. This is not an attack on religion. I'm a religious person. This is not an attack on, on you know, anyone's politics. It's sad that these things are associated with politics. They shouldn't be, but it's basically what's the, what's the lesson of the story? Don't be afraid of science, ladies and gentlemen. It's there for you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so I guess we're going to call that. I, again, I, I apologize for my rant. I just, you know people piss me off and um you know I, I don't know why it's popular to be stupid in this day and age all right so boys do we have anything else to say before we uh before we call it a day anything is possible through the power of our lord jesus christ <laughs> 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 oh but chemtrails are turning our frogs gay hey the frogs are a, already gay. you got a facebook notification <laughs> evidently how about uh, that all right ladies and gentlemen um thank you for listening uh, give us a contact. Uh, again, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we can only make this show better if you tell us what you don't like about it. We post about it on Facebook and Twitter every week. And we want...
want to hear from everyone listening, not just the same people. We love the same people that well, always write in. Okay, so guys, we have we have that? sixty more seconds, and this will be two hours <gasps> even. This has been Couch Crush. <laughs> are, we, are we just going to sit here for, for, for 60 seconds? No. It's got to be less than 60 seconds now because we've wasted time. It is. We are at 159.04, oh, 05, no. 06, 07. Are we just going to count? No, no. Let's, let's not do that. I'll tell you what. Let's 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 go ahead and call it. Um, we fade out by yeah, now. Yeah, we got our outro. Go. So uh, for Couch Crouches, this is Jim. I'm Joe. I'm Gonzo. Fuck on, audience. <laughs> Yeah, so I gave a 15-year-old his first sword today. <laughs> oh, no, yesterday. Whatever. Either one of these days I did it. He was real happy. 